every time an elf army gets nerfed, they simultaneously give them a reach around of like, here's it, here's something nice for you. Don't worry. Good evening everybody and welcome to Stat Check episode 35. This episode is titled Maybe Violence is the Answer in honour of our wonderful, wonderful co-host and the wonderful, wonderful weekend had by certain armies. Uh, I'm Ennis and I'm joined by Nathan and Anthony as always and we have a special guest this week which is John Lennon fresh off the back of getting ready to go to Adepticon which I'm sure is going to be a thrilling and exciting shooting gallery. He's no? Not going. You're not going. going? Oh I thought you were. Yeah. Well, oh, that was why we had you on. <laughs> I'm clearly yeah. missing something. Anyway, <laughs> great enterprise as always. Um, how are you all doing? Let's start with John. How have you been? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm uh, getting ready for a small local GT that I can uh, drive to instead of Adepticon. Um, Way better use of your time. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's great. I don't, have to, I don't have to buy a hotel room, so that means it's a good um, No, I've been uh, been doing really well. Always busy with Warhammer at the Art of War, but uh, happy to be here. I haven't been on the show yet. No, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your background for anybody who doesn't know you? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is John Lennon. I'm um, one of the main members of Ardvor 40K. So uh, if you've ever followed the link that I'm sure Anthony tells you about twice an episode, uh, then <laughs> I'm teasing you, um, then uh, you may know me already. Uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel, ardvor40k.com, uh, where I make a lot of free content as well on our website. It's theardvor40k.com. And uh, that's uh, basically it. Um, I normally play um a lot of imperium armies i've done pretty well as a member of team usa uh last year in belgium i'll be on team usa again uh coming up soon um that's me john is woefully underselling himself john's won like everything there is to win that isn't lvo or wtc at this point mm -hmm. um don't worry about it john's really good at warhammer guys uh, but he won't tell you that himself because he's got to he's got to sell the subscription service to tell you that how about yourselves nathan anthony how have you been I've been fine. I'm mostly just painting because I am going to Adepticon next week, which might be a horrible, terrible oh, mistake. I'm so sorry. But, but you I'm don't have to hotel guard, for Adepticon, right? But I don't have to hotel, and I'm just going to bring guard and pretend that the shooting gallery is a good thing. I don't know. They keep telling me every year that they've revamped the terrain, so maybe this year it will be true, but I don't know. Oh, it's been true every time. Maybe that'll mean something. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe they revamped it meaningfully this time. But I'm also doing a team, the teams event over the weekend, which is a lot more fun. And the theme of the team is Dan Hammer. So I bought Crocs online to wear to the team, the team event over the weekend. <laughs> We're going to Dan Hammer it up. It'll be great. Do you um, have some Lennon style knee socks or? I'm sure I can find some somewhere in the closet. I don't know. I'll find some knee socks and I'll wear them just for you. And I'll wear them while the Crocs are in sports mode also for you. Oh, excellent. I, I don't I don't usually rock the Crocs, but uh, I can get behind knee high socks. Uh, you'll actually roll better and be more comfortable <laughs> and more people will notice you. It's true. I mean, I expected all of those things to happen anyways, but it'll be great. Yeah, John, John um, really needs to help getting noticed at the events. Definitely. Other than that, I'm also... Anthony, you're muted. Oh, Anthony's <laughs> lagging. He's lagging, boys. I said I can promise you that he needs the help rolling better. If I've ever seen anyone get scammed in my life by dice, it's John. <laughs> no, that one scout that lived at LVO was definitely average, right? 
Yeah, definitely average. That would happen. Should happen. You know. Yeah. How about you? What about yourself, Anthony? How's How's your last week in 4K being? Uh, pretty good. I'm lagging, so I may just randomly disappear at points in this conversation. So thanks, Optimum. Um, the last weekend was pretty good though. Uh, TJ was up here. I had Jim here as well. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, so we did some practice stuff. TJ is in the, uh, the young army spiral. So we're doing what we can to figure that out. Cause like lots of people in arcs, uh, certain parts of this cancerous shit meta has left people without a home. So, um, we're doing what we can to kind of figure it out. Um, I played, uh, Played Dark Angels, like the full drooler builds for the first time. That was definitely an experience. Uh, I've played some broken ass shit in my time in this game. And boy, has just nothing come even vaguely close to that. Oh, um, he wasn't here for 8th edition, but I respect it. Yeah. yeah. Nope, sure wasn't. But like, goddamn, is 40 just too many? If it was like you got to 30 and then you had literally nothing else, maybe. Maybe it would be fine. But like 40 and support and maybe a speeder or two is like, all right, shut the fuck up. Like enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, I got to play some other random stuff. Uh, I got a game as World Eaters, but a couple games as Black Legion. Um, they were perfectly fine. And by perfectly fine, I mean I won one game against GSC and then got fucking smoke checked in the other two. So um that thing that they used to do where they were like i'm really tanky just not a thing anymore your terminators Mm -hmm. die like bitches and it's still the best option yeah csm i think your biggest mistake was not playing the cogs of astor yeah well i didn't want to play with a 260 point dead weight and i don't have the model yet and there's like a handful of reasons i don't want to do that you have to play the worst data sheets known to mankind (laughs) dedicated melee vehicle does literally nothing else 10 inch move um still so, the best csm list though yeah it's not good it's a dark <laughs> dark times <laughs> i don't yeah man but you just know warpimer's gonna have five blog posts and two gt wins with it <laughs> sure guaranteed yeah the uh god like the, the idaho the idaho god speed the midwest <laughs> don Husson is bought for i don't understand <laughs> how yeah, well, they're not Death Guard, so maybe not. Though it does let him run the Greater Plague Drone, so... Exactly. Vastor, three Greater Plague Drones. That's all you really need. Oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> what has CSM become? My beautiful boys. Massacred. Anyway. Yeah, you, stopped, you stopped playing them, and it was like it was just like the apocalypse came to that faction. Yo, nothing, real. nothing has gone right since. That's kind of a chicken and the egg situation, right? Like, did I, I think... stop playing them because the apocalypse came, or, you know? But John, what's Mark Perry got li- lined up for Cogs of Ashdor? Um, oh god, no, he's not playing that. No, oh <laughs> no, if Mark, if Mark Perry's not playing the weird chaos stuff for the art of warhouse, something's gone very wrong with that. Been truly abandoned chaos, truly sorry. Abandoned. I, is, is this like the hardest like faction fall we've had since GSC and 8th? Yeah, no, Nids now is probably harder, right? It's, I don't like, think Nids have the play rate, right? Yeah, Nids can still do stuff it's not as much it's not fun if you remember the old days of last month but um tyranids have dropped into the low below five percent meta representation now from their highs and like the eight to ten percent so they've dropped by about 80 percent meta rep by now sure but like 
that's only going from like eight to ten percent to like below five csm at one point was like 18 percent and is now like three <laughs> five i think this is pretty yeah. this is pretty bad because like i just remember reading the cal space Marine book and being like wow there's literally 17 pages of amazing rules in this book surely something's gonna be broken all the rules are good. It was just Blackburn. That was it. That was all they had. It was Blackburn and Armor Contempt. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's because they don't have any data sheets to put it on, turns out. Yeah, that's the worst part. still has good rules. Just all these dude, eggs of, in the basket. Dude, one of those factions is just re-roll hits in melee, and that army's still terrible. And you're like, what the fuck? Well, and are you talking about the army that you cannot re-roll hits or wounds against in melee? Also that one? Yeah. That's the same army somehow, and yeah, that's not yeah, good. and the five of Philippines mortals, and also like the just pass a save stratagem for characters. Yeah, yeah unplayable. Uh <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess what we'll do in a little bit is I'll just pull up the visualization so we can just like, take a peek at it. Every time I play a game with chaos, I realize that it's way better than chaos players think. And I was like, Oh, you guys are just idiots. I'm sorry. Yeah, that so, happens a lot. It's yeah. pretty much, yeah. I'm just gonna start with most factions when people like you play it though, John. What's that? That happens with most factions when people like you play a faction. You'll just be like, oh, yeah, this is just better than you think it is. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you I'll, can I'll... actually make it work. But mm -hmm. most people yeah, can't well, then do that. Uh, I mean, I was going to make a joke about a Tyranids, but I don't think Anthony could take it. <laughs> no, Anthony definitely did take Tyranids, just not far. Um, <laughs> that was a terrible time to lag because I got flamed, and I don't know what it was now. <laughs> That's fine. You can watch the episode back. It's <laughs> You can come back and watch the first ten minutes of the episode, and then you can you can drop a message in the group chat and just be like, "Hey, that was mean." Or maybe you can convince Jeremy to cut it as the cold open, and it will just be you getting flamed. And you then don't have to listen and to it. Confused. Good. As far as myself to actually finish out this section, I have done not much. My sister was home from the weekend; she moved down to London, so she's been like eight hours away from us. She came home for the weekend, which is cool. Been painting my Dark Angels because I hate myself. Sure, sure do love the Terminator models. Um, Imagine not already having thirty Terminators painted. Pathetic. I had I had seven with Thunderhammer Storm Shields for my Black Templars army. I was like, oh, borrow ten, paint thirteen more. I guess. I already have thirty Thunderhammer Storm Shield Terminators painted, and I just will not put them on the table. I'm doing it, doing it for the country, bro. I got to do it for Scotland. That's what I'm saying to myself. It's what I'm saying to myself every time I paint another shoulder pad. I'm like, no, bro, it's it's, it's for the country. It's okay. It's I'm making other people play guard. I can suffer through this for one tournament. Yeah, Anthony's gonna try to make me play guard. We'll see how it goes. I mean, somebody's got to do it, right? I mean, I figure you just put whoever eats glue the best on it. But normally, that would be Jack. <laughs> Let's see if I can get Jack on guard. I think you're, you're doing that thing where we reference people where we who know, know everybody knows again. Um, anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about the week in tournament, the week in results, the week in stats. Nathan, do you want to lead us off? Sure, why not? This will be hilariously fun in just a second. It will not. It will, in fact, not be fun. Uh, we had a bunch of events this weekend. Probably not as many events as we, as we would like from a data standpoint, but that's okay. I'll go through factions with more than five people playing it who for filling out the top five, then we'll look at the bottom five, and then I'm just gonna pull out some fun and amusing things that I, I think are great. First, for our number one faction from the weekend, we have 
Iron Hands, to everyone's surprise, with a 59.5% win rate. They didn't win any events this weekend. They did get one top four and six top ten, so they're actually not even at a one for overrep at the moment. Good. Don't nerf them. They're fine. Once they kill Dark Angels, but, we'll be we'll be. But like we normal. talk about every week, uh, the overall win rate of the faction hides the fact that there's something in there with a greater than 60% win rate, and they're already almost at 60% anyways when you're averaging the two together. They're it's just that. guys. Pure, pure, pure iron hands have a 52 and then successor chapters have like a 68 percent win rate it's just that everybody is for some reason playing pure iron hands instead of <laughs> sub factions i know right um, it's so weird it's there's a lot it's like 70 percent of people are playing pure iron hands with a 52 percent win rate and then there's like a smattering of people who are playing a ver like a several versions of successor chapters with a 68% win rate as the peak. Yeah. Can you tell me what combo of successors is being taken? Sure. Oh, come on, John. You can't guess. I was curious if anyone was done Koi. Oh, is it four you? heroes and warded? 68% win rate is Master Artisans and Whirlwind of Rage. Which is a seventeen point six percent of the of people playing that faction. Yep. So what one one seventh of our one sixth of our nines players have spoken to me, Nas, or Lennon and figured it out. <laughs> and about four out of six are playing regular Iron Hands to a fifty two percent win rate. Now there's a bunch of random nonsense in here, but all of the rest of it is also successors. And if you averaged it all together, it would probably be close to... Shout out to Francois, who I'm pretty sure is playing Master Artisans and Long Range Marksman, <clears throat> which is kind of okay if you really want to melt up people from reserve against I, Guard. I really want to, like, find out in a month that GW has nerfed Whirlwind of Rage and just watch all the space <laughs> players scream. Yeah, Whirlwind of Rage goes to hit, hit rolls of six, get an, un get an unmodified sixes to wound counters and not counters an explosion. Like, you gotta yeah, go all, you gotta go through it again. Gotta go all the way through. <laughs> or it only works only works when you're charged, not on the charge or something like that. Yeah. Make it all consuming, you know. Only on heroic. I think that would probably be fine. You just, I mean, you just swap the born heroes and master artisans at that point. Like it's fine. Who cares? But they maybe I just guess. make both master artisans and whirlwind of rage fully like all consuming traits. Did you just give master artisans back the woundry roll like it was? No, <laughs> no, they <laughs> shouldn't make it better. We yes. can get it up to seventy five percent win rate. <laughs> it should be a hit or a wound if we're being fair. <laughs> exactly. Don't, like just don't, 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 don't stir. <laughs> Chaos demons are in second place with a five point six percent win rate or play rate. And 59.4% win rate. They won an event, three top fours and nine top tens, giving them a 1.66 for overrep. Which pretty means Chaos Demons doing real good. Doesn't as even long matter. As you don't play Iron Hands or Guard, everything's fine. Or Dark Angels. You really don't want to play Dark Angels either. That think, seems bad too. I think Demons actually have some cool stuff for Dark Angels. Okay. Not the not the pure builds. It's the big boy type stuff is still okay. The the Zinchin Slanesh builds just get flatlined by it. It's so rough. Oh, really? I thought the, the Slanesh builds I, I actually thought would do pretty well. No, we we tried it a few times. You just kind of like the problem is fiends is they're AP two and they're real susceptible to damage reduction. Oh, <laughs> so if you only front with like one like, squad. A demonet like, a demonet unit can actually like almost drag down a uh, like half a turn maker squad by itself. 
it depends because line unbreakable is really annoying for demonettes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it depends on what uh, kind of charge you make, and it depends how many squads you're trying to put in. Because uh, if if the dark engine player is smart and does like triangle to the front, so you can only get into like two or three models, um, it's it's very much on the dark engine player to stop them doing that. But you can definitely limit the amount of damage you take from a demonette squad to like half of it. At which point, buff efficiency just falls off a cliff. In fairness, a dark angel player has never had a single thought during a game, no, so you're pretty you're on pretty good odds to just like throw <laughs> yeah, yeah. demonettes into them and kill them. <laughs> I never promised that I could beat a Dark Angel player twice in this. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> Just never way back playing. <laughs> you only got to beat them once to win a tournament. You know, they, they're not going to go tell the Dark Angel's friends. They don't want to be embarrassed. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> in third, we have Custodies, who have quietly been increasing in meta representation and win rate. And nobody really pays attention to it because Custodies players have complained about their win rate forever. So everybody thinks Custodies are bad. Just don't custodies... about the win rate while they were on their way to putting two armies in the top four of Elvio. Like yes. they were miserable about that entire time. So <laughs> I don't think Custodies players will be satisfied until they get to roll a two up re-rollable to win the game before the game. But we'll see how that works out. Custodes made up 8% of the meta. They had a 58% win rate. They won an event. They top forward six events and they had 12. Well, they had six top fours and 12 top 10 positions for a 2.35 over rep. So Custodies are doing, as I've always said, just fine, folks. Please stop complaining. Imagine yeah, that army had but secondary their secondaries are so bad. Yeah. How I don't care. Does Overwatch have to win for Jack to be willing to play them? Jack Harpster. Uh, just a million. He's not going to do it. He's snowflaking now. It's too late. He's convinced Jack himself... won LVO and has immediately joined the, all of the other guys who won LVO in not actually taking events seriously anymore until WTC. <laughs> like, he doesn't have to. He completed singles, John. You're the only one still trying in the house. <laughs> like, even if we just look at Custodes overall in arcs, they're doing fine. They're a 53% win rate. They've got a 1.24 over rep. They've won six events, which is like third overall weren't they fine in nephilim too for yeah, like they were also all fine of nephilim. In nephilim. yeah custodes don't need anything dorian bashan chat custodes don't need anything they're fine custodes yeah. players need better sex um, that's true just any yeah the first time i like picked up like the garbage custodes faction and realized it was actually great i was like oh fascinating okay yeah Every time you play a new Custodes faction, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Why does this one do 17 things? Yeah. Yeah, Why does Trajan it. get sub-faction benefits? <laughs> That's the one that bugs me, is when Total Watch players will just, like, advance and charging Trajan around, they're like, you know, my armies got terrible sectors. I'm like, you just put Trajan in their deployment zone turn one. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's going to live. Yeah. Course he Much is. to the He's live and then double. He didn't need the moment Jacqueline he saved because he didn't fail any. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hatred. Must to the consternation of every host forever. Uh, 6.9% meta representation for Astra Militarum, a 56.9% win rate, an event win, four top tens, and four top fours and 10 top tens for a 1.8 over rep. Finally, some guard players figured it out. Congratulations so to Nas and David Gaylord, who finally actually went to tournaments. It's it's mostly just Nas and David, to be fair, like carrying the whole faction all the way to an, its third GT win since its book came out. Yeah. And to be fair, Dave Gaylord could top four, could top four in a, an event with like a Sigmar army uh, for a 4K event, but Nas is only playing it because it's broken, and we all know that. It's true. <laughs> yeah, but Nas would need to win an event with it. Aw, he doesn't really do that very often. That's not really his thing. Yeah. 
Thank you. All right. Um, we're talking about GSC finish up this weekend, Nathan, because chat's asked about it in, four times. Huh? In fifth, fifth overall for the weekend. You god damn it. You just waited a couple of seconds. 19 <laughs> Gene Steeler cult players. 3% meta rep. So still going up a little bit. Now there's like almost two dozen of you i guess one in 33 players at tournaments is a guard is a gsc player 56.2 percent win rate one event win three top fours three top tens and a 3.15 over rep which is a little inflated because they're like a low meta representation army but at this point we kind of just need to be convinced that gene steeler cult are good John, if you're gonna ask what over rep is yeah it looks like it do you want to ask what over rep is john <laughs> I was gonna say it's overrepresentation, and I just assumed it meant an army should be at one. And if it's above one, yeah, pretty much. Yes. If it's above like one point five, it's usually like it's a we should look at this. It's basically For... the you take the player rate. If the player rate is like you know one in ten players is a gene circle player, we expect one in ten top four results to be gene circle. Every time higher than that, so you know if you're three it's times represented in top fours, you're three times overrepresented. Uh, compared to your player base. So Gene Circle players with approximately 3% of the player base are making up approximately 9 and a bit percent of uh, top fours. The current Ooh. record is uh, Harlequins with 7.8. It gets weird with Harlequins, though, because <laughs> that was like the one week where there was like 1% Harlequin players. Don't even get me started about what happens when you have low rep factions doing weird stuff. There was a it week was, where it was the week that like I won a major and then like six other people that had been playing elves for a while had all like had the models on hand and just went and smashed. And it yeah. was ugly. <laughs> it ain't great. Um, overall for Nephil for Arcs, rather, Gene Steeler Colt are the highest overrep ratio army with a 2.53 and a 59% win rate. And that Gene doesn't are fine, guys. Don't That's without looking at sub-faction win rates because people are mostly discovered that custom traits in various quantities are the best way to play, but that's only a quarter of Gene Steeler Cole players who have figured that out. Popper Princes won an event in Texas. Popper Princes do have a 75% Nick Rose won an event in Texas. What Popper Princes had very little to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give, um, him a, give him another triple nerf. Get Aberrants down to one attack. Job well done. <laughs> Yeah, man, they're still um, just—they're um, going to just remove vultures. They've already removed vultures. Maybe they'll remove something else with the starts with a V from the army, just to make sure you can't have any fun. In this room, otherwise, like we'll do some quick hits and then we'll do the bottom five. So, Space Wolves have, are doing okay, just to continue the trend of Marine factions doing great. They had a fifty-four point five percent win rate over the weekend, two top fours and three top tens, and a two point five over rip. Wait, and had had a play rate similar to Gene Steeler Colt, so two point five percent meta rep, sixteen players compared to nineteen players. Yeah, wolves are kind Steeler of broken Colt. as well. The wolves Hold are on. pretty. What was the fucking successor win rate for wolves? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Nobody plays real wolves, right? Space Nobody wants wolves to that badly. Are forty five percent born heroes whirlwind of rage? Which is a fifty-five percent win rate. So much more. Forty-three percent is generic space wolves with a forty-three percent win rate. So, you know, one <laughs> percent per <laughs> player population percent. 
Um, then if you go to Master Artisan's Whirlwind of Rage, which is a tiny percent, and then Hungry That's for Battle. Style. Yeah. Maybe and like then 80. Hungry for Battle Whirlwind of Rage, which is also a tiny amount. Those two are at about 70-something percent. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to remember with some of these sub-faction mm -hmm. ones, there is a little bit of the best players will squeeze the optimization out. So the people who are playing the best sub-factions are playing them because they're slightly better, and then that also drags the win rate up. Not saying it's mm -hmm. not problematic, but the people who are just playing Iron Hands and just playing Space Wolves are not teching for the optimization there, which will result in a slightly deflated win rate. It's still okay. problematic, but... So we should nerf Whirlwind of Rage. Yeah, probably, yeah. but it's probably not the leading factor of why the army's broken. It's just that the people who are playing the army would still probably be winning almost as much with Iron Hands, but there's a tiny optimization squeeze you can get there, so they're taking it. And that has lead effects, which is like, we're not going to play pure Iron Hands if there's a slightly better option out there. Some people will. A, but if pure iron hands was the only option, I'm sure we'd still be doing almost as well with them. There's a very strong, like, if you know, you know effect with the Master Artisan's Whirlwind Rage one in Iron Hands specifically. It's probably the most egregious of all of them, right? Where you look at it and you're like, oh, that's the 12 people that know what's up. <laughs> like, that's the most, because, like, in general, you play the strong sub-faction, right? But, like, week over week, Emperor's Children would still put up, like, 48% win rate, even when, like, me and Vic were playing them. So, like, that one doesn't have like the little tiny niche sub-faction to show like, oh, this is what they're yeah, actually exactly. doing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I'm sure that winner would be like 68% if it was like, if it's 70% for Warwind Rageborn Heroes, it would be like 66 or 68% if right. it's just Like the difference isn't just because of the sub-faction, it's because of the player base within that sub-faction. Yeah. Um, I... The other one is, Every, do you remember the last time Iron Hands were really good? Like it, the end of like no. end of eight, eight start of ninth or start of ninth one, not the Provider. <laughs> like the the time when they were only good in Europe, but they were not good in the oh, stage for some reason. Yeah, like that little bit in like the four months at the end of 2020, 2019, 2020, I think it was. Um yeah. where they were good, but Absolutely. like nobody yeah, everybody was playing Iron Hands in America as pure Iron Hands. You saw so many Land Raider Achilleses, it was insane. Um <laughs> uh, but, but then like Nas was over here like winning. Like ninety-seven percent of his games with uh Wind of Rage and Born Heroes. Not the granite ones. And yeah, no, of course not. And then nobody in the states even touched it. It was so funny. <laughs> so I and think then, it, there's probably a little bit of that as well. And then what I wanted to talk about very briefly is actually what I think it, it's funnily enough by numbers the best performing faction of the weekend by event wins is orcs. Orcs had a 4.9% meta representation and a 53% win rate, but they won two events, had three top fours and four top tens, and had a 1.93 over rep. Yep. Orcs, so, orcs continue to be pretty good, despite what every orc player will tell you. Quietly, Necron secondaries attached to an army that can deal damage in, yeah. in combat well, every, while locking down primary effectively all the time they've also got those stupid bomb squick sniper ignore line of sight things that i despise in every way shape and form well, yeah, every orc player like comes up and is like oh orcs aren't that good if i go second on flg terrain against specifically iron hands i just lose anything else and i win though yeah and you're like come on but like oh. follow through on those conditions everybody loses that game if they go second against iron hands on flg terrain. Yep. you're not special yeah. <laughs> I just think it's always great because you look at orc secondaries, right? And you're like, this is just peak Necron secondaries. You're going to score a 45 every single game on your secondaries and your opponent needs to somehow beat you on primary. Against your Which, combat army. 
Yeah, which is going to shove up all of its bodies, turn like one to two, and then combo army with upset and transports. You know, just like Necrons had. Yeah. Inner Circle loves this one simple trick. There's one answer that works, I think. It's one really good one. Dark Angels Terminators. Yeah. It turns out Dark Angels Terminators are quite good right now. I yeah. don't know if anybody's noticed from all of the events they're at, but Dark <laughs> Angels Terminators are kind of... I didn't think there were this many of them. Like I thought they only had 100 in the company, but apparently like that's just three lists now. So Yeah, and that... And now I'm going to make a bunch of people feel bad about their faction because this is the other part of the stats for the week. At the very bottom, with over 10 players to be specific, is Necrons, who have a 2% meta representation, which is a cratering, absolute cratering of meta representation, and a 33.8% uh, win rate with a top 10. So, so it turns out if you have Necron second reason, you take them away and also the pre-game move and oh. you leave Necrons, they're still the same army they printed at the start of ninth, which is, you know, two people on the planet are making it work. Good for them. Imperial Knights are second to last, 3.9% meta representation, 36.4% win rate, and uh, nobody in a top 10 or a top four Good. Good. Grey Knights. That book is so bad. I hate it so much. <laughs> I would play the shit out of Necrons if they were good. They have such cool, like, Don't models. Imperial and Knights, Anthony. But, what'd you say? We're talking about Imperial Knights. Oh, sorry. It's okay. You can talk about Necrons. Go for you can, it. You can go back if you want. but that was I'm going back. This is me going back. I wish Necrons were better. Fuck. <laughs> I wish Imperial Knights were less complicated. Why do they have to be such a cool army? Like, the, why don't they be such a colonial model that just has, like, 400 bits of paperwork that don't matter? Yeah, I don't understand how adding minus one damage to a Chaos Knight army made it so much worse, but, like, the yeah. Chaos Knights aren't particularly special to begin with. I know, the, I know the feeling, Vic, but I do beat Grey Knights most of the time I play them. It's only once. <laughs> Grey Knights are next 15 players over the weekend, a 39.6% win rate, and just nobody doing well at events. To be fair, nobody's trying to make Grey Knights work either. Like, why would you bother? Dark Angels are right there. I got the Magical Grey Knight pairing around Six of Cherokee, which is wonderful. And I got to be like, oh, wow, you are... You working are, really hard for... Really you working really hard for what you got. Yeah, poor... Uh, we had Adam on last week, and he very briefly touched on that game. It was... I watched the stream for that one. It did not look super fun. He was working really hard for some raps and tags on some stuff into your actually a combat army in disguise. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he did great. <laughs> and then Tau round out the bottom five just by win rate. Uh, 34 Good. players, 5.3% meta representation, 41.6% win rate. But they had an army in the top four and they had two top tens over the weekend. So they had a 0. .6. You belong down there, Tau. You've had your... You don't broke. get to... They're still broken. I don't understand how, but yeah, it's I hate they that need another nerf so much. They need another nerf, man. I don't trust it. And then somebody you asked do, about you do Blood also Angels. Play Siegler a decent amount, right? So that's probably coloring it. How happy is he truck tides back? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> everything. And then... I hate Tau so much. And actually, instead of talking yep. about Blood Angels, I'm going to talk about the Harlequins hilarity. So there are four Harlequins players over the weekend. So a 0.6% meta representation. They had a 45% win rate, 
over the weekend, but they had one event winner, so they have a 4.98 overrep ratio. <laughs> yeah, overrep gets real skewed at low numbers. I do want to say, though, I've played more Harlequins than that in a tournament myself. I yeah, was yeah. there four of them. I... It's because there are Harlequin players. There are players who own Harlequins. True. Like probably true. And uh, Arx has given a lot of uh, a lot of people who like easy wins something to do with their time. It's true. Yeah, and they, they could, you could probably good. play a Harlequin army and a Dark Angels army at a tournament. To be fair, if you just rocked up and double queued it, be like, yeah, man, Dark Angels army, deploy it, push it forward, turn one, come back and collect your win in five in three hours. Play a Harlequin game in the background. You probably you, give me two chess clocks. I'm only allowed to have one live at a time, and I'll just rack out a Dark Angel Harlequin if the tables are next to each other. I believe it. And then that's that's the weekly stats. Leagues of Otan also finally managed to win another event, which is good for them. Congratulations, good for Leagues of Otan. You're doing okay. Can I get the win rates on Slanesh? Just like no reason. For Chaos Demons? Yeah, yeah, just Chaos Demons and Slanesh. Let me see if I have it. I don't think I have just Slanesh. Uh, we'll have it, because we can go into Chaos Demons and then sub factions for Slanesh, right? Oh my gosh. I actually don't think I have... I don't have Slanesh data exclusively. Wow, there's just none. No one played it, is what that tells Sorry. me. <laughs> it's because it's listed as just Chaos Demons. Oh, uh, we don't break it down, because people never We don't break it down further yeah. than that. Um... Otherwise, I did want to show people something amusing because we talked about it a little bit about Chaos Space Marines and Tyranids. So I'll just share my screen in a second and see if this will work properly, which it might not, but that's okay. Here it is. Oh, this might work. Oh, boy. Ooh. Did that work? Are you guys seeing our lovely meta dashboard? <laughs> well, that's that's a real sad one right for us. Uh... <laughs> This is this is Tyranids and Chaos Space Marines. So this is around when Chaos Space Marines got their book. Uh, so this is Nephilim back in July of last year. And you can kind of see just the gradual descent for Tyranids. Yeah, gra gradual descent to just casually the top of the map for like eight yeah. months. Casual yeah. descent. Yeah, well, you know, um, they descended from on top to on top but lower. No. Yeah. I guess that's a descent. <laughs> And then Chaos Space Marines had their little peak, and then they just plummeted a little bit like a rock there at the end. I was actually really upset first. when GW did their meta watch that Kid Tyranids weren't slightly lower because they were at 45%, just enough to not be like, but in the, we're definitely buffing these territory. So I'm worried we're not going to get like, all I want back is right, is adaptations to be adaptations again. Sisters yeah. get it. Why can't Tyranids? I want nothing else. I, nothing else at all. But please just let me have the one thing that was cool back. <laughs> That is, this is give me that as a secondary, works. you know. Yeah, that and a secondary would be great, but I'll take just that. <laughs> Either or, I don't care which one I get. Like, I, I honestly, I'd honestly just sell for like a definition of what sergeant is for cranial feasting. Uh, <laughs> In this, is a riptide a sergeant? Uh, it depends. Are there drones? Are the drones the sergeant? You have to consider that the drones could be the sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> they can't both be the sergeant. Why not? I think every custodes model should be considered a sergeant for the purpose of that secondary as well, but that's a different... <laughs> <laughs> Look for the amount of times that I have to hear about how every custodes guardian has 50 names and is essentially exactly. a hero. Of if he's got 50 names, he should be worth one VP. Might as well be worth a VP. <laughs> and then I guess somebody did ask about Blood Angels, so I'll just touch on it real quick. Blood Angels from the last week, 14 players, 41% win rate, one top 10, and that's it. Sorry, boyos. 
I think arcs was a little harsh on you when you lost armor of contempt and sanguinary guard spam no longer works as a all the bottlenose players are playing space rules now like let's be honest none of them had any faction loyalty except sam <laughs> the first time you get hit by the, the combi melt is a little bit different And then that's it for stats for the week, just for kind of looking at the last week of results and then some random nonsense. So why don't we transition into talking to John, and John I'm can tell us a little plugs, bit. Uh, you want to do the plugs? I'm going to do the Fine. plugs. That's right. Okay, guys, you're going to have to brace up a little bit for this. Hey, everybody. Thank you for being with us for the first half hour or so of episode 35. If you've been enjoying the show, we would really appreciate it if you could do a couple things for us. First, if you could drop a like, a comment, or a subscription on YouTube, anything like that, big help for us. John, stop laughing at me. I can see you laughing in the corner of my eye. It's not helping. Uh, it's a big help for us. It helps us get out there. It helps us get noticed. Uh, we really appreciate that. Otherwise, if you want to support us a bit more, you can check us out at patreon.com slash statcheck, where you can chuck a couple dollars at us a month and get access to our Discord, which is a fabulous community of a few hundred people now. Um, we do a bunch of stuff in there, TTS leagues. Um, there's like some weird... I think we're doing a March Madness bracket. I don't, I don't know. Um, somebody told yeah. me I should do that. Uh, I said I was going to pick the colors. Pay the money, John. Uh, <laughs> I think Jack's in there, so we could probably get you in there. Um, yeah, you can speak to wonderful people like Jack and Anthony and sometimes me. Uh, we're doing a TTS league. Um, there's some miniature painting challenges. Cliff's posting fitness challenges now so that you can look like Cliff, which I would highly recommend. Cliff is a wonderful, magical man. Um, yeah. And if you could look a little more like Cliff, you probably should. Uh, you can also check out the uh, website. We have all the stuff from the metadata dashboard. If you want to go deeper into those stats, you can check out stat-check.com slash the-meta. You can also check out our coaching. You can check out a uh, bunch of other stuff. Uh, I'm going to let John do plugs at the end of this segment after before we go into the break. So, John, I'll leave you off just now. Uh, otherwise, thank you, everybody, for being with us, and we will move on to talking about the game generally for a bit. Perfect. Well, if you uh, want to click on even more buttons, boy, do I have something for you. It's my YouTube channel. Uh, just go to YouTube, look up Artivore40k, give us a like, a subscribe, all the fun keywords, and uh, make sure you check out our website as well, theartivore40k.com. If you've ever checked out uh, The Worm, which is our uh, our paywall, uh, we've actually uh, updated a lot of things in there, and we have an so uh, if you've been in the past and maybe left, now's a really good time to come and a lot of things. Or it's a good time to check it out because we have a, th a free three-day uh, trial. So if you've ever wondered what is uh, behind the art of war and you want to check it out, go to uh, our website and we have a free three-day trial running right now so you can get access to the worm and see if it's real. Yeah, go check out the worm. It's uh, some really good content in there. They do a lot of a bunch of clinics and things like that, which is super helpful. Anthony does, does stuff in there as well. He doesn't plug it very much, but he is in there. <laughs> I like that you he plugs it sometimes just not all time. <laughs> he'll catch up eventually and he'll be very he'll be very insulted at some point mm -hmm. in the that's conversation we can, we can just insult him more sure mm -hmm. insult um, but yeah no, that too <laughs> so let's talk armies john oh oh gosh yeah, what are john what are you playing just now? Right now what are you playing right now Oh god, like either four things or zero things, depending on how we're defining this, honestly. Um I mean, I mean option. I like that option. Yeah. I'm I'm hard in the arc spiral where I'm like, oh, because like I, I like to like kind of stay in my wheelhouse, you know, after the last Adepticon when I switched to Harlequins because they were broken and I didn't want to like be on the receiving end of Harlequins. I kind of like decided I wanted to stop doing that. 
and I want to only play armies that I consider like mine, which is basically everything with more than two arms, tier to GSE, and then all of the Imperium that's not Admech, and then like Chaos Knights, and those are armies that like I actually own. So right now I'm playing simultaneously uh, Imperial Guard, Iron Hands, Chaos Knights, um, and then I played one game of Slanesh Demons and submitted it to a GT. Because um, even though I'm not a, a Demons player, I've always put the little asterisk of, but I like Slanesh on the end of it. And so if pure Slanesh was ever viable, I, I, I told people that I would play Demons. Because uh, Demons like has all the like archetypes of an army I would enjoy playing. I just don't like Chaos. But I do like Slanesh, and you can you can deduce whatever you want about me from that, you know? Um, Nobody has to. You've told on yourself enough. I think. Yeah, it's no, 100%. <laughs> I'm outing myself here, and that's very okay. I'll do it again. Um, so right now, I'm playing Chaos Knights and Iron Hands, and occasionally I'm being forced to play Guard against my will, and uh, and Slanesh Demons once, and maybe more. So you're taking Slanesh Demons to the GT that you're going to? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a local GT. It's not not. A so do you want to tell? Let's do that. And since it seems to be a passionate moment, tell us a bit about why Slanesh Demons is cool and why people should be caring about it. Um, so I think Slanesh Demons are really good because you see there are two data sheets and you spam them. Uh, <laughs> that's that's it. You take eighteen fiends and eighty demonettes, and uh, you run up people. No uh, j jokes aside. Um, I think Slanesh is really good at board control because they have a crap ton of fast obsec that can go charge, pile, and consolidate, and go very far, and kind of mess with other people's scoreboards. And Demons, as we all know, is a really good scoring army. Um, Reality Rebels is a messed up secondary. Yeah, Reality Rebels is messed up. And then, like, by definition of, uh, you know, like, being an all obsec, like, infantry army, you just also do banners really well. And then, you know, you have random psychers and you kill people. So, you know, you can usually find a third secondary there. And then as long as you give your opponent a couple of fours, they can no longer physically catch you. And then you win. And I also really like, I really like combat armies. And for, for a while, the armies that I've been playing, other like, like basically since Tyranids got deep sixed by, uh, by James Workshop, I've only been playing armies that are just kind of guns. And... I really missed punching people, so I just took an army with no guns instead, and we're going to see if I still remember how to pilot. You get, like, two Infernal and Rapturuses, right? I do have two Infernal and Rapturuses, and there's a there's a whip on my um, on a chariot, but I don't know what... I know it's a gun. I don't know what it does. It's like D6. It's like six shots at 622 or something like that. Who cares? I, um, I guaranteed it's not damage two. It can't be. Probably damaged. not. No. I have a follow-up question. Did you build your own chariot? Uh, no. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> very lucky. Those models are utterly yeah. miserable. Uh, if you've seen the axles on those things, just know that every single one of those blades is a separate part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I looked at the sprues and then it's only one chariot. Nick, do you have one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not building the chariot. I'll paint the chariot, but I'm not because it hasn't been painted yet. Because, you know, obviously, if I submit an army, it shouldn't be one that's already painted. No, of course not. <laughs> Why would you submit models that you have already for a tournament when you've had when you've been playing for like a decade and have dozens of art tournament armies that you've played before? No, right, yeah, no. new things. New at least it, I chose an army that was like in shrink wrap in the closet at least. So I didn't I didn't buy any models for that. Um, I already had I already had eighty painted demonettes. Um, the fiends were painting right now, but at least I already bought. Fiends are pretty quick to paint. I painted three today. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, it's not it's not the worst. Um, but no, Slanesh is really fun. And also like I, I kind of like once I played one game with it, 
I was like, oh, demonettes are what hormigons used to be and should be. Yeah, they're also like only five points more expensive or something stupid like that. Was yeah, around eight points right now. Yeah, they're five points more for a five up arm, five up melee, four up shooting. Demonettes one twenty. Um, are they one twenty? They might only be four points more expensive. It's embarrassing how much better yeah. they are than hormigons. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you get a uh, you get ten demonettes for the same cost as fifteen. Yeah, fifteen hormigons is one twenty. So yeah, I think. I think demonettes are 120. I yeah, I think they're 120. 120 sounds right. Yeah, because they went they went down 10 because they used to be 130. Same as both letters. Um, yeah, no, it's it's really really rough times out there playing uh, armies that are trying to be melee. In, like, it's it's cool to have a, a good melee horde in the game. Demonettes have some really cool stratagems. You've got like the the one CP to pile and consolidate six inches. You've got a one CP reroll all hit stratagem of melee. Um, hysterical frenzy and like flagonies are messed up powers. Plus one attack and exploding sixes and five of film of pain are both very good on units with 40 attacks and then more if they need it. Um, yeah, it's very, it's a very, very cool list. We've uh, definitely played a few games with it and been enjoying seeing what it does. Um, I think it's been doing really well in in Germany. German, the Germans have been loving it. Uh, I first heard about it from Arn, one of the team, either Belgium or Germany, depending on the day, guys. Um, it's, it's a, uh, Fuck you, Brian. Sorry, I just saw chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so was, you say you just kind of swarm forwards. What are the kind of the the rules that let you just swarm forwards with demonettes aside um, from the strategy? So, and it's just God, I, I don't know if I've played the army enough to like say how it plays. I was kind of planning to learn the first couple of games of the tournament and then like figure it out before day two. Um <laughs> using my approach to a new army. Um but uh, basically, it's that demons in general give really efficient wounds into shooting armies uh, because everyone's just sporting a totally not an invul. Um, and Slanesh's speed and their scoring potential means that if you have decent terrain to hide behind, you can kind of camp out on an objective while scoring your points in charge range of other objectives. And then if your opponent decides that they do not want to be charged, it is 100% in their power. Your opponent gets to decide how many dice you roll in the game. But if they decide that they don't want you to charge them, they are usually um, just like too far away. It's like a, a fiend moves 14 inches and it can heal guys in the command phase if you shoot them a little bit. So like you can just poke one fiend out. And if your opponent doesn't shoot you, lol, you're closer. And if they do shoot, you just pull that idiot and then you heal two of them back. So even if they overkill a little bit, you just boop, boop. As long as they don't have one activation of dead fiend unit. Which with the delight flag and these for five film of pain is like ludicrously annoying to do. Yeah, it's like there's a very there's very few things in the game. Like a land fortress, maybe uh, the Vulcan if it high rolls to hell. Yeah, if I fail the if like I fail the spell, if I fail the spell, then like live chickens can do it. But like even then, it's still like hey, four up anvil. Who knows? You only get one shot. Um, I guess the Admech Vanguard brick would do it. Yeah, but there's not much like if you don't have a three up saver bear, the, that vagrant brick is going to ruin your day, whatever you are. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so ba basically, the army doesn't like have to play like a swarm army. Where like, yeah, you can try to stat check people with I have a lot of wounds with a pretty decent save and see what happens. But, like, you don't have to do that, and I prefer not to because I don't I don't like failing saves, and I will. Um, so I I really just like that the army lets you post up with good secondaries instead of just shooting people who step out you get to charge them because then you get to do pile in and consolidate bullshit. And at that point it becomes kind of like solar watch where you play a mini game of like, Ooh, how many things can I trap in combat at a time? 
And then you realize Desperate Breakout works in exactly one spot, and then the whole game goes sideways and you're in combat with an army you didn't want to be in combat with. That makes some sense. sense. Mm -hmm. So you say you've been playing these guys on top of other things. How are you finding Guard at the moment? Because obviously Guard is the big talking point on the internet for us at least, yep. where it really feels like the Guard results should be better than they are. We finally started to see them winning some stuff, winning a Super Major mm -hmm. this weekend, uh, with a win rate finally poking up out of the like high 40s, low 50s. How are you finding that army's existence right now? So guard are really good. Um, I've I've played a, a pretty good amount of games with them. Um, I find that the army is really really good at winning a kind of close game where the opponent wasn't actually in striking distance of a win. Um, that's kind of a thing I found with the guard because they like give up some secondaries. They just don't give up like auto fifteens on anything. Um, and then they don't, they aren't really invested in going out and killing people who are losing a game behind a wall. You know, like if someone wants to lose behind a wall guard, just kind of give them two thumbs up and shoot mortars and hope that that's, that their opponent is a good profile for that. Um, I found that guard is really good, a little bit boring. And then like when guard doesn't work, you're just like sitting there like, okay, cool. That didn't work. Oh, well, but like, when does guard not work? Kind of the problem. <laughs> Because guard kills almost everything. Um, so I find them a little bit boring. The main reason I'm not playing them at tournaments right now is that I'm starting my guard army from scratch and we had some model availability problems. And also because I've, I've been trying to paint the army up really well, um, I'm kind of making guard, uh, uh, for me at least, it's going to kind of be my like concession to best overall and like hobby points. And so I'm trying to get my guard army to a, a really well-painted standard by my standards. Because I have often taken armies and four colored them onto the table, and I've you know, and at, the, at this point, I've I've like I'll acknowledge I'm capable of painting an army well, and now I'm kind of like I really want to have at least one army that's just like oh wow that's actually well painted not four colors, and because I'm making that my guard project, I'm trying not to concede to myself by putting it down when it's only primed with like some metal on it. No, because if I, as soon as I like put the guard army down with four, um, like, you know, like as soon as I put a guard army with four colors down, it's I'm never getting painted. Yeah. I'm never going to finish painting it. So, uh, so I'm trying There's to a bunch of models I said I'd get back to that I've never gone back to. Exactly. Me too. Me too. And those armies, like literally the project's abandoned. So I'm, I'm trying to stick, get the guard army fully done before I uh, bring it out. It is, uh, it is really good. Like guard if, is strong. Uh, if you were going to bring a guard army. What would it kind of look like, John? Oh, oh no! I'd actually really change things up and take Castorkin, Leontis, and some Lehman Russ and Rogaldor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, jokes jokes aside. Um, depending on the train format, I do want to uh, kind of change things around a little bit. I, I want to get Bulgren in my guard list, and I actually bought double Death Strikes uh, just because I really want to be that kind of a gamer. You want to add one to your GSC, right, John? You want to chase people no, around with dots? No, I, I what I want to do is I want to like find a Dark Angel player and just like slap a God Spear on them and just be like, "All right, move." <laughs> <laughs> like, you wouldn't would it do anything besides like dunk on on Dark Angels? No, like everyone with a seven inch move characteristic is just like sure, and then the game continues. But like, I just I just want to do that to Dark Angels. Just like find a Terminator brick shoot it with a blast weapon and tell it to be half move and then just put two death strike tokens like like you know the god spear like the tiny one that's like again it takes three inches to get out of range of it but, but if you have their range 
Yeah, just like half their move and put two god spears on a deathwing brick and just be like, who's transhuman now? Just <laughs> 32 <laughs> against them. You just know they pass all their faculty on the bench from the canical at that point. But you, you you roll for the character first. You just gotta you gotta pin that character in there. Just put the god the twelve the twelve inch move fly character. Yeah, it's like a, on like a two up the character dies. So you know that's cool. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm more questioning why he's in range. <laughs> Because it's because the Dark Angel player hasn't had a thought enter their brain yet. They that don't have the probably true. <laughs> they don't have the brain cell for that GT. The brain also, cell is passing around from player there. to player. The brain cell was bouncing around a different corner of the window screen at that point, and it just didn't get back in time. Well, sometimes you skip your movement phase and beat people anyway. It's true. You just sit there so, so you can hit on two percent missiles. What it's all about. We're seeing like two archetypes then in guard born soldiers and then essentially like armored superiority and swift as the wind it would a thousand percent be born soldiers uh armored superiority and swift as the wind is really good but um i really like shooting people and just killing them like if i'm <laughs> if i'm gonna invest in a shooting army i want to make sure people feel it so you want I want, the... to, I want them to suffer as i go sexes yeah. nope don't need to roll these yeah nope. i did really like david's uh david gaylord's list um i one of the reasons that my guard army is taking so long is that um, my local game store, uh, the one that I get my models from, uh, didn't get any Sentinels in the first wave. And I want to have seven. So I now have seven, but they're in shrink wrap. So it's going to take a little bit. Thinking like six armored and one scout Sentinel all by himself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I rebased my GSC ones today. Finish, <laughs> finish rebasing them. <laughs> all the Sentinels are kind of, kind of fucked. So are Scout Sentinels. Three Scout Sentinels is a really, really good pressure option for turn one. But... I'm, like, no joke, I've even, like, looked at, like, all right, how many, like, dare I cut my heavy support slots so that I get more Sentinels? Lead you to some dark Played places. with and against 18, it's kind of crap. Yeah. Um, the ultimate problem is that it's really, really, really rough when you start getting wrapped with those armies um, because they punch pretty well if you put the chasers on. They don't punch and get out of wraps against Deathwing Terminators good. Uh, got there, like there are real issues with that when you're running that many nine attacks when you have three of them which isn't enough to chew their way through more than a terminator basically per turn yeah maybe two i, I, don't, I don't know i don't know if it gets one like <laughs> maybe one. with the honest rerolls it will but it yeah with, with the honest it would you know, yeah, you can't Nost, shoot in combat uh, swears by the, the three-man scout sentinels that just deploy on the line tagging back to Leontis and then go forward like 25,000 inches in charge uh, with full rerolls, full rerolls. Yeah. yeah. It's terrifying. It's genuinely it's one of the most disgusting combinations in that book, uh, which is saying something when Kazakin exists. Like, Kazakin are one. It's like two or three for that. It's a lot. Look, when you can just run eight inches, then shoot, then move six more inches, and then charge... Yeah, Sentinels move 12, you give them fixed bayonets, or like or like move, 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 I think, and then they move 14, then they move six more. Hell yeah. And then they charge, and they were deployed <laughs> nine inches away from your deployment zone. <laughs> yeah, deployed nine away, move 20. Yeah, it's like, you know, pretend Raven Guard are back. Um... <laughs> Just be negative 11 inches away from your opponent. What's up? Yeah, exactly. doing that with two units? Nothing. Uh, the strat is only one strat for move after firing. One of them will be negative five inches from the opponent. Don't worry. Yes. The other one also won't have the hunter's reroll, so you're just like raw dogging some fours, which is not the most pleasant threes, thing in the world. Threes, give them for, um, for combat. Yeah. Well, yeah, then you're doing fours for shooting. Like, you got to pick one, right? So. 
I feel like against if you like, if you ever play the mirror, that just ends the game if you go first, right? Uh, it depends because the um the, with the redeploy on both ends, like you can screen it as guard. Um, guard oh. can just be like, no man, have two guard squads, it's fine. You can eat an infantry squad. Congratulations. Yeah, but going first in the guard yeah. mirror is already a nightmare because your mortars kill their mortars. Well, you got or, or their barbicans. Exactly. So do you need to make it better? Then you realize that you've overtecked, and they just took three more rusts, and then you lose anyway. Like who knows? <laughs> Anthony's finding out all the new ways that going second can lose a shooting armor mirror match. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you put all your stuff in drop pods and strat reserve. It's much more fun that way. <laughs> Yeah. And I just like armored sentinels because they can pop minus one damage. So sometimes your opponent can shoot just a bunch of damage, two or three weapons, and not kill any you of them. You can put on sentinels. sentinels as well. It's just more expensive, right? Uh, it's once you pick your armor, two, if you're not. I'm pretty sure. Or two and three, something like that. It's two and three. I don't, I don't think you even can do it on the. Uh, I think you need the armor. Or is it just cheaper if you're not Titanic? It's probably just cheaper if you're not Titanic. It's cheaper if you're not Titanic, and you have to have either battle tank or armored. Yeah. So armored sentinels. Mm -hmm. The main, the main, the, the reason armored sentinels are so resilient is you've got access to that strategy for minus one damage. They also get plus one save against damage one, which becomes damage two becomes damage one. You get that plus one save. You can also order them to just have cover, um, so they're just like yeah, sitting on one up saves against damage one and two. It's kind of absurd. And they benefit from the finial. It's my favorite part. Yeah, they yep. definitely shouldn't be core or platoon, but it's they've fun. got all sorts of things that let them do all sorts of stupid nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, also I there's they've made some weird, so weird mistakes in the, the relic makes Reaper look well. balanced. It's insulting how good it is. Yep, we fucked. What if Reaper was a gun, but it was an aura too? <laughs> hey, I think Reaper Reaper only does six is out better, but. If you put the Reaper's rules on Shard Gullet, you have half of a finial. I don't... We're, we'll map that later. We'll map it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember the most broken combat relic you've ever seen? Just wait until it's a gun. Yep. We'll map it later. We'll Sorry, just, it. just compare an execute to a Rust sometime and then come back to me. That makes uh, you just feel bad about yourself. Don't do it. <laughs> It just makes you feel bad. It is. So what's the third army that you'd play right now? Ooh. You took Iron Hands to Cherokee, right? I took Iron Hands to Cherokee. Um, so that's pretty fun. I haven't played them since Cherokee, but I've I've changed the list back to where it was before the eleventh hour of Cherokee when I had to change it. Um what did you what did you run out of? Because I remember you changed it slightly from what we were talking about. Yeah, I I had to cut a Vanguard veteran unit because they ruled for oh, security thing, yeah. that the character contemptor was not a character for the elite slot purpose. Um so unfortunately because he's because he's not a character when you when you put him in the list, but then he becomes not how list building works, but sure. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know he's been <laughs> to you for the for the viewer's pleasure. Um yeah. FLG yeah. ruled that oddly, which costs John a slot. Yeah, is, uh, yeah. Yeah, I just I cut a hundred and fifty point Vanguard veteran unit. Looked at my paint desk, realized that a third hundred and fifty point gladiator just sitting there, and I was like, "You!" Not considering <laughs> that a negative a zero of armor save would be a problem. Yeah, the third the the second gladiator reaper is already like only okay. The third one is running into like, what's this shooting really ever? Yeah, no, the the third one was like. I was chucking it in strategic reserves and just like throwing it places. We got to a point where I was jamming the third gladiator into a demon deployment zone because I knew they weren't going to try and wrap it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs>
Sure. <laughs> Why not? Get in the way. Deal with this thing. Please give me some Please. space. You don't have anything that flies, right? Except greater demons. So just walk around this tank. It's exactly what I did. I just jammed it in between the buildings. Cherokee yeah. oh, also yeah. ruled that fly works in heroic intervention. What? <laughs> That's just not a rule. Brother, did you guys not like hear about like the the like the list of rulings that came out of Cherokee? No. no, please actually. I, I broadly don't pay attention is, to frontline events. I haven't, I haven't brought up like the best one yet. So you know how Angron dies the second he's on the table, right? And then eventually, of they rule that Angron can choose his command phase bubble while he's dead off the board before he arrives. While he's dead? Yeah. Man, that's an dies. extra. And then he comes back to life in like the the reinforcement step. When I uh, when I said dead models don't have obsec, I guess I didn't. I guess I was wrong. Consider that Angron is dead. dead but Angron can still take yours away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I, I don't understand. Some of the it's, choices. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. Angron is pretty good if that works, Brian. You can just fail your eight and charge from reserve with a reroll. Now. Dude, the game at Cherokee on stream where the dude spent eighteen blood tithe points, four CP, <laughs> and fucking a something else. And all for that, lost his pregame move, paid for Angron's Warlord trait, for him to kill one squad of infiltrators in the game. Was <laughs> the best shit I've ever seen. <laughs> How did he even get into the infiltrators? He charged them initially. That was the first thing he charged. Okay. And then, okay. like, space wolves <laughs> happened. Like... And then he, like, landed from Deep Strike the first time, failed the charge. Space Wolves again, and then he landed from Deep Strike again, died in Overwatch, landed from Deep Strike again, died in Osmex Scan. I was like, God damn, bro, please. Let a man die. Just makes me think of that one scene from the actual campaign book where Angron dies and like experiences bliss for three seconds before respawning on another planet. Yep, that sounds right. Yeah, except this time it was the same planet, just over and over. They were like, nope, try again. <laughs> just imagine if there's actually just like the spatials aren't letting him leave. Yeah, yeah, they got to change the floor. Just try to run nope. away. Get over here and get back. Yeah, the so spatials are saying, the, I didn't hear no bell. Yeah, so instead of like a feel no pain, exploding sixes that auto wound and plus one to charge. That guy was like, I'm going to bring this. I think you could have had everything else, right? And 15 points. Yeah, and 15 points. After all of that, like all of that together is that many blood tithe points. You could just be like, we did it. Um, Plot World Deers probably won that game. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. No, they didn't. It was, it was the game Brad that. played on stream and just put that guy uh, busy the earth. <laughs> <laughs> day is actually my favorite. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Thank you, Logan. Is it at all possible that Angron is like a false flag campaign that is lowering the the world leader win rate? Because like we had High Fleet Yormungandr, which like I think bought us three months of crack. Look, I'll tell um, you this much, John. I Corkin worked really hard for us for that. I tell people not to run Angron once. The second, I'm like, hey, don't do that. And they're like, no, but he's really great for me because blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, yeah, dude, that sounds awesome. Keep keep on keeping on. Good luck, soldier. I do the same thing with World of Rage and Born and uh, Master Horizons. The first time somebody's like, I still want to run Pharos. I'm like, yeah, man, cool. That's fine. Fuck yeah, get him. <laughs> Please. Yeah. 
mean, at some point we should, I want to figure out a way to split off all the Angron lists just to run the stats on that. Because right now, if you just look at pure world leaders, they have a 58% win rate. So they're actually doing pretty good. Do we split that with Disciples of the Red Angel? Because that would definitely... Disciples is separate, but Angron is in non-Disciples yeah. lists, right? I can so, confirm yeah. for you that taking Disciples gets like all your good stratagems out of the door. So that part's fun. <laughs> <laughs> you mean all eight of your stratagems? Dude, all the good ones are in not Disciples. Like, I don't know what the fuck... <laughs> It's true, you can't smoke screen your land raiders anymore. You don't get the four of auto deny or anything, it's fantastic. If you could keep both stratagems, I would consider playing disciples, but you don't, you just lose stratagems for taking army restrictions. It's the dumbest shit. Oh gosh. Tim says you can tell how much more how much how much more mainstream our Discord is getting from what Angronit's getting. That's true. We gotta snap that shit out. You have to start going in there and just be like, no, nah, guys, you need to stop talking about it. <laughs> no, nah, you just let it go, bro. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trading stratagems for Angron. Hell yeah. Do we want to take our break before questions? Let's quickly... Was there anything from Super Chats that's worth touching on? Yeah, John asked a question. Good. So, John asked, Innis slash all, do you think the Demo Derby GSC build work in a rats with Meltagun meta that seems to be appearing? Money, because I forgot to ask earlier. Hmm. What's the demo derby GSC build? So that is Eric Lathyrus's new list, which is also um, to some degree being played by Dustin Henshaw from Canada. Uh, which is like you play War Convoy, which is the six of Field of Pain uh, for vehicles and bikes, and Industrial Affinity for ignoring modifiers and industrial weapons. And then you tech in Agile Gorillas as your third um, custom trait, which is the advanced counter stationary that things like Light had. Uh, where that then combos with is you run a bunch of acolytes with melt uh, demos charges because they went down to points, and you put them in rock grinders and goliath trucks, which also get demo charges. So you're looking at, like a truck will have its own demo charge and two squads of chinsers and uh, two squads of acolytes inside it, each with two demo charges. You'll run three of those and then some rock grinders, which will also have demo charges. And then you've got things like the Kellermorph Sanctus um, and then various, uh, like 100 neophytes on top of that to drop in. And the idea is it advances, it chucks demo charges, it shoots you with neophytes. I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but have you guys ever heard of Mirror Architect? Yeah, it's dude. Don't don't think about Harlequins. Um, <laughs> against Harlequins, the, the idea six is players that... who play Harlequins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There were only four of them this weekend. Like, why would you have to worry about this? From what I understand, this originated as a teams build for Eric, which is probably why, considering Harlequins just isn't really a thing. Also, neophytes are really good into Harlequins, so it doesn't really matter. You're still running a hundred neophytes with. Uh, all Webers, by the way. So twenty Webers just says what Harlequins. Just die. Yeah, even the all boats. the wounds just kill all the Harlequins. <laughs> Dude, even the boats like... get fucked by Webers. It's bad. Yeah, all hitting. I mean, it's six to wound. Don't you have to roll over right? their strength? Yeah, but they're just controlling a six, right? Yeah, so, no, six to wound. Boats are strength four. I thought they were strength five. Pretty sure it's four. I'll go look. I'm gonna look it up while you talk. No, both of you need to talk because you're the experts about this. No, but somebody else was talking. Uh, I mean, I've been definitely been getting punched by strength five stars. Yeah, they are strength five. They're strength five. five. Land speeders, however, are strength four. Yeah, Um, so land speeders, it's real good into. (laughs) Um, I think if you're going to port this into teams or from teams, you probably need to put in some flamers into that build just so you have a little more answer to a few things. Uh, Eric spoke about that in one of his blog posts on Alien Majesty. Um, I think it's a fine list. I don't think it's. It's definitely got its own issues. Like, it's a team circuit list. It will be very strong right now. The secondaries are insane for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot more mobile. You have a lot more ability to just dump damage on people. And the trucks, 
depending on your meta and the terrain, can be easier to protect than the bikes can. The bikes have a huge footprint and really rely on that pre-game move to, you know, get angles into routes and things like that. And if you're playing on something like player place terrain, where you get lots of very well-positioned terrain, but not a lot of it, it can be hard to get those angles with the bikes. Whereas on something with fixed terrain, where there's more terrain, but it's less useful, bikes usually like that better because you get to play angles and chase around things a bit more. So you might find you're, that there's a lot of variance with that. Um, Eric reckons it's better to things like demons, which definitely makes sense. Demons can be, like Zinch demons can be a real pain for um, like the neophytes and bikes build, where like Weber's just kind of bypass that and you get a ton of demolition charges, which, you know, just by sheer volume of them will eventually put through demons. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas like with the bikes, it's just not quite the same. So it seems fine. It seems like a good list. Um, I would not want to play them to wolves is my, my real answer. Um, that seems real bad. Dark Angels also seems it seems fine, but it kind of depends on how many weapons you're bringing. And if you're taking for other matchups, it can become a lot worse. Uh, Eric's playing it. It's clearly working really well for Eric. Whether that translates down to the, the average Insecot player entirely remains to be seen. Uh, I know Eric was speaking about wanting to put more combat into it as well, which makes sense because that list is real light on punch. It's like two rock grinders and um, a patriarch of punch, which is very light. Alien Majesty, as a side, is Eric Lothuris's light Facebook page slash operation for getting his input on what Gene Steeler Colt should play right now. He's got a Patreon too. Yep. Just he so doesn't. people understand. <laughs> it's true. Any thoughts on that, John? I know you're a big GSC guy who's not playing them right now. Um, I uh, I haven't played a game of Gene Steeler Colts in over a year. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I gen. Oh, wow, I wish I like had something to say about Gene Steeler Colt, but I just can't get behind the current play style. Which isn't to say that it's not the best thing for Gene Steeler. Oh, no, I I hate it. It I described like the uh, the. Do you remember when the Rich Runners build was super popular, like the end of 8th edition? Oh, like, I, yeah. I still have that. Like Alex McDougall and you and Colin Sherman were playing. Mm -hmm. um, I described that one as guard with a funny hat on, and this build is, these builds are guard with a funny hat on, and I hate it. I wish they played like Gene Steeler adults. The only reason I got behind the current version is because it played 10 pure strings, and that I could like pretend in my heart I was playing a combat army. Yeah. That build runs no pure strings, and I just, I can't, I can't bring myself to pivot to it. I will probably try it out a few times because like obligation at this point but it saddens me deeply to not even play like one squad yeah it does sound like it'd be really good in teams format i think that the bikes do give a lot but i honestly my take on it is that gene circle gets the most mileage not out of how good the book is i honestly don't think that the book is better than the 50 percent win rate or deserves to be i think it's that they get a ton of mileage out of no one knows what the fuck gene circle does and once every single gene circle player started playing the exact same list in a team's format, you start running into people who actually have reps into it and can start to counter you. And I think, uh, you know, Eric, again, just by twisting, you know, a couple knobs and making the the list a little bit different suddenly gets the, haha, you don't know exactly what I'm doing. Skill advantage takes over. I win. Yep. Um, that's kind of my take on it. Because I've always felt that current Gene's Third Cult, when the opponent just knows what Gene's Third Cult does, they can just get a game state where the Gene's Third Cult player doesn't have any options and they're just kind of losing. If you can, if you know exactly what GSC does, you know exactly how to screen and exactly how to get ready for the drop turn, then the game's over. If you're playing certain armies, there are some things that just don't. Oh, of course. There's, there's some armies that can't, can't do this. You know, maybe world ears, I'm, doing, sure. <laughs> I'm doing this with my privileged position of having either infiltrators or chain cannons. So like, as long as I got one of those two things, I'm good. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. GSC is indeed a case study of how far plus one wound on trash shooting can take you. Yeah, but I remember it called us for the best shooting unit in the game. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Black Legion. Plus one wound is really um, messed up. It is like two Slanesh cultist units, two corn cultist units, Abaddon in the middle. List. And Volcano behind, slowly becoming a squad of 150 models. Yeah, Anthony, that looks like one of Super Majors. I'm sure it did. I'm super glad I didn't play this game when it sucked, and now I only play it when it, like, kind of sucks. No, it was, like, equal amounts of suckage. It really wasn't that different. Honestly, I I can't really differentiate between, like, Dark Angel Terminators and Pox Bloom and, like, Yanari and all that other shit. It's the mechanics like, were more fucked up, but the balance wasn't. Is yeah. ultimately the end. <laughs> I feel like Yanari is just my turn never ends. Like I just get to keep having my turn. All I the probably time would have loved Yanari. Yanari probably a You absolutely would have loved Yanari. Yeah. Yeah. It was a broken elf army. I love. I. Ooh, uh, I love me. <laughs> I love <laughs> me a broken elf army. Except Craftworlds. Craftworlds models are stupid and ugly. But the. Except for vehicles. Even, oh, say nothing about the players. The vehicles are the worst part. They're fucking this big. It's the dumbest shit ever. I'm the tiny little elf race. I got a giant stupid tank that dies instantly anyway. Get out of here. Raiders forever. Um, <laughs> All right, Anthony. Yeah, like a we tiny are gonna take ten guys, I want to do a plug before the break. I want to do a do plug, a plug Nathan, break. and then we'll do the break. So before we transition into the break, I do want to plug friend of the podcast, Steve Joel's new podcast hosting site uh, and his new podcast, which is Champions of 40K, which you can find at championsof40k.com, which is conversations with champions of our game. And Steve Joel does an amazing job of doing all that stuff. If you've seen his other interview shows, but Mm -hmm. go support Steve Joel at championsof40k.com and give a listen. I think everybody will enjoy it. All right, guys, we're going to take a 10-minute break. We're going to stick around if you're here with the with the live because uh, we will still be here, but we're just going to take a pause, give people a chance to go and grab a, grab a drink of water or use the bathroom, and then we'll be back for another half hour or so to do questions, and then we'll be finishing up. If you're listening to the live show, we're probably going to go into an ad or something like that here. Thank you for being with us, uh, or if you're listening to the recording, I suppose is actually the way I should say that. Um, otherwise, we'll be back with you shortly, uh, and you should hear pretty seamless. Stick around for the chat. Go and get a drink, guys, if you need to. Uh, We'll be back in 10 minutes. Welcome back to the main show, everybody. Thank you all for being with us through whatever the fuck that was. Uh, We have John on the show, so we're going to do some questions. Um, So, starting with the Discord questions, Derek asks, Did you find Fix My List fun to do? I found it pretty fun to listen to, and part of that is definitely how well you and Jack bounce off each other. Good fellas. Oh, yeah, I, I find it pretty fun. I like most of our YouTube content, honestly, because it's almost always like us, like holding up some amount of professional content while bullshitting. Um, and it, it helps to be friends with your coworkers. You know, that, that part's a long way. Yeah. So, no, I, I actually really enjoy pretty much all of uh, all my work, honestly. I don't enjoy listening to Innes' mic, but, you know, other than Yeah, I'm putting my pop out on. Give me a second. Okay. It sounds like you're just not plugged in all the way. It's not like a over the mic interference okay. as a professional, non-professional. Um, <laughs> you can just go down the list to the next question, which is yeah, well, the ruling well, well, on effectively punting her out of the window into trash land make you sad. Sorry, what? <laughs> NSMU. Did the ruling on Creed effectively punt her, punting oh. her out of the window into Trashland make you sad? Perfect. Uh, it made me a little bit sad, but I'd kind of already cut her. Um, like, she was already out of my lists, 
but I hadn't like painted up my Death Creek Marshall anyway. But then like that happened, I was like, oh yeah, well definitely going in this direction then. It did make me sad though, because I actually I really like uh Creed. Mm. I actually like I like the new model and everything. She's dope. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't mind getting into some new characters to Warhammer, but they definitely made her no longer an attractive choice. Yeah, that seems real. Like and it's your mind fuck, dude. <laughs> just just mute for a minute. Let Nathan do the questions. <laughs> there you go. Alright, I'll do questions. What's your favorite unit to make plays with instead of just reacting? Um, Damn, right cool. now. What's that? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Answer the question. Okay. <laughs> um, so for for me, I think it's the Parasite of Mortrex. Okay. Parasite of Mortrex is super effing fun. Uh, basically, I just like really fast shit that's obsec. And if it has a couple random rules in it, that's also a plus. Hmm. Okay. Basically, I also like the the scouts the scouts in a speeder package a lot yeah. for similar but different reasons to the parasite. But the parasite is super fun to play with. Nice. And of course, this is apparently our new Discord question. What is your favorite way to have your eggs cooked? Um, on a burger. Whoa. We haven't gotten that answer yet, and that's a good one. Nice. Yes. I'm hoping my mic is slightly better now as well. It is. Cool. Don't know what the fuck was going on with that. All right. Chaz asks, which missions are the best from a competitive perspective, and which ones would you prefer to see at a tournament? Um, I think best missions for competitive are... Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I really like the bombs mission. Is it Tear Down the Icons? Yep. Yep. I like Tear Down the Icons. I like Death and Zeal. Um... I, I'm not picking Death and Seal and Conversion because you just don't need those both to exist. And slightly worse. Ennis, mute your goddamn mic. Um, <laughs> Got him. Uh, I, I really like um, whatever it's called, uh, Tide of Conviction, which is weird because I never liked Donabor, but Tide of Conviction is actually pretty good, I think. I find that mission uh, fun. I I like new scouring. Uh, with the, like the small changes to the action secondary, I like new scouring a lot as a shooting army. Yep. So that that I, I've been pleasantly surprised by how much I like scouring as guard, because so I like I like I like went into that being like, oh, gun armies hate scouring. Let me try this, and then I'm like, oh my god, guard loves the scouring. This is fucking great. Yeah, that that uh that mission's super fun. It's always been my favorite, but it maintain like I'm glad that other people can enjoy it too now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think uh, in no particular order, I think death and zeal scouring, tear down the icons, and tide of conviction are like my four. Those are the four missions I like really like. I don't mind um, uh, whatever the the moving objective one is. Oh, I just sure. find that that one like super terrain dependent. Like how much it does moving the objectives end the game. <laughs> <laughs> Vengor launchers, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that that's my answer. Cool. Yeah, anything that isn't recover the relics and sanctuaries, right? That's really the answer. Those were definitely the ones I was very sure I wasn't going to say. <laughs> um, I was like thinking like, huh, do I like Conversion or Death or Zeal better? Well, they're both better than Abandoned Fucking Sanctuaries. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> yeah, what isn't, right? Because mm -hmm. folks have I My problem of Cherokee was Abandoned Sanctuaries, and you know my ass played in the Lord and Vicatus World Eaters on that, and I was like, oh. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was great. It was like, oh, I'm going to just deploy my iron hands on the line. There isn't a single thing you can do about it. 
All right. This is a long question, so I had to read through it real quick to make sure that I understood it. So people have hypothesized that the first turn win rate for arcs is more than 50%. In Magic the Gathering, you win the flip and choose to go first, and then you forfeit your first turn draw. Is there something that you could be similarly implemented in 40k that acknowledges the power of going first but requires a trade-off for doing so? Well, that's I mean... tough, because going first is only good on certain terrain formats and with certain armies. I feel like so I feel like part of it is that I think the only way to do it is to you can't put a penalty on first turn you have to put a penalty on choosing to go first because otherwise if it, like let's say I was in a matchup where I wanted to go second and I won the roll off and made my opponent go first and then they took a penalty that would be rough yeah so like my my vote is that you the winner of the roll off chooses who goes first again instead of just going first and then you do some weird shit like the player who goes first doesn't get a command point on the first turn. But then also you remove Recover the Relics from the game. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, let's let's get that out of there completely. Um, so Something like that, I think that, like, stylistically be how I would want to do it, is that if you win the roll-off and choose to go first, you take some kind of small penalty on turn one. A CP could be enough. It could be that you can't score the mission bonus on, on player turn one um something like that that makes sense yeah, i think yeah. that's much more like because you're choosing in magic right yeah yeah it, it can't it, in my mind it can't be i win the roll off i make you go first and you get fucked like we can't do that because <laughs> i see a lot of like, like when you could you know win the roll off and choose sometimes you just got to do that and it's just like super bad yeah Next question is from Luke in Discord, which is, could you guys talk about what makes good terrain for a board? Asking as a newer player wanting to set up fair boards at my local shops league that's balanced and I could use a realistic, and I could use as realistic practice. It's mostly a singles associated question. I'll take it. So um, in my mind, what makes good terrain is the ability to hide the unit like several like most of your army and you get to choose what gets hidden like that's kind of what i look for it's like i don't want it doesn't need to be a game state where the person who goes second hides their entire army and never gets shot ever that should only really apply to very small footprint armies or reserve heavy armies or against armies that don't that don't move fast and shoot uh but it shouldn't just be like oh you can't shoot at all i think that's that's just too far in the other direction so i really like terrain that has um like one good hiding spot that you can't fit a whole army in and then a couple of modest hiding spots. So like, I look at that as like one ruin with no windows in my deployment zone. Some things are going to be in here and not die. Yep. You can't fit a 2000 point army in this. Yeah. And then like some like car containers and forests and like small L's with windows in them where you can tuck a couple things up against it. But as soon as you try to hide a couple of units behind an L, someone's poking around a corner and shooting you. That's kind of what I like for terrain is um, a lot of, uh, I like I like the lot of small ruins style that WTC has. Really, I want to just like do the, the down the middle hybrid where I take the middle of the board and it's all WTC terrain. And then in my deployment zone, I have one GW ruin. That's what I want. That seems reasonable. I think yeah. that makes sense too, because you don't want to teach people that they can hide their whole army. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to. You shouldn't be able to hide two thousand points of most factions in, like, just in your deployment zone with no penalty. Right. 
like custodies maybe that's about the yeah. most i can get behind hiding behind a wall i think there's also a realm where you probably want one ruin that's tall enough to hide a knight behind as well probably like a knight I, I think that we don't do that really kills a bunch of builds in the u.s i'm broadly more on board with it now that i've played that setup more i used to think it was silly but now i'm like oh you kind of have to and even there those armies are still kind of shit so like well you know on that terrain format anthony anger on actually is really good you see <laughs> yes he's awesome it and this is it is if you just type your response and what'd you say your mic seems not fucked right now you should definitely play L Angron at like LGT events, and then like, you should let me play you round one. And two, and three. You want to lose round one? I mean, it depends on my playing Crusher or Grey Knights or Necrons. <laughs> yeah. Next yeah. question from Grant is, favorite heresy character, faction, legion, or army? You get to pick one of any of those things. Um, I mean, I'm going to be at, like, so Jagged Icon is definitely, like, my favorite Primarch. And White Scars are my favorite Heresy Legion. Uh, it's also the only Primark that I actually bought. I, I got that. I got that guy from Forge Roll. I, I got Con. Um, uh, I'm gonna just continue the trend and say my favorite Heresy book was Warhawk. Nailed that. The good one. That's yeah. A good like, choice. Just straight down the middle. Yep. That's my choice. <laughs> Con. Yeah. Seems real. Um. Anthony, you can answer this question if you want. Uh, my favorite. Let me look at it real quick. My favorite character. I don't actually have like offhand. I don't really have like a good one for that. There's no. Oh wait, no. I'm totally lying. Emit. Hundred percent all day easy. Goes to found the best chapter. That guy's fucking awesome. Uh, my favorite faction. I don't really know what that means in heresy. Like, isn't that just legion at that point? My favorite legion Basically. is definitely the emperor's children. Uh, but my favorite like army i don't know like I, i'm gonna substitute this one with primark which is actually sanguinius and not fulgrim reasonable no you're Aramon and the thousand sons every day mm. yeah. <laughs> they get beat up by the furries though i don't know <laughs> they choose to get beat up by the furries it's a clear yeah, just, thing yeah i chose to walk within 12 inches of the wolf guard veterans you see yeah uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> These are all just choices. I take. They were just trying to make sure that their army didn't get nerfed in the uh, the heresy balance days. It's like, like being <laughs> just outside, just outside twenty four of a retributor unit, right, John? Twenty four point one away <laughs> is the best. Place to be. <laughs> do you know that story, yeah. Anus? No, 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 no. I do not. John, do you want to tell that story because it's a fun one? Fair, fair enough. <laughs> so I was playing a. You know, I was, I was on a little vacation in Belgium uh, last August, uh, pretty playing some low stress games, uh, you know, like round six against Poland. Um, and yeah, so I'm playing Custodes and I've got Triple Caladius and I'm playing against uh, Sisters of Battle with like three units of Retributors with like stacked multi-maltas. And like, I, I don't want to like give an excuse because there genuinely isn't one. But I, uh, in my like first movement phase, I went first, I couldn't see him. I just like moved up a little bit. And I just pre-measure out and I say, hey, I'm going to put my Caladius 24.1 inches away from your Retributor so you can't shoot me. And he's just like, yep, thumbs up. Just 24.1 inches, just, just barely 24.001 away from a Retributor. I'm like, cool, just doing this so you can't shoot me. And we're like, we're good. And um, we go to his turn and he's like starting his turn. 
and uh, Nick, who was coaching for us at the time, walks over and is like, hey, um, some of the other games didn't start so well. How's this one going? And like, as we do that, I turn and my opponent's like, hey, uh, I'm going to move so that I'm less than 24 inches away. Because, you know, the retributors got to move before they checked their 24-inch range. Turns out, yeah, you know, me currently, like, at that that point in time, I was, like, defending best sisters player in the ITC. It's like, really don't have an excuse on this one. Just walks the retributor up 0.1 inches, blows up to Caladius. And, like, this is as Nick is, like, giving me the, like, hey, we need you to do better than you're projected to score. And I'm, like, making eye contact with him, and he's, like, watching me just go, like, 0 for 4 on Invulns. 14 on 4d6 clean scoop and caladius out there and i'm just looking at him i'm like it's super not good yeah i'm not doing that for you buddy i'm really sorry yeah uh, <laughs> however in my defense after losing to caladius on turn one i proceeded to get an 18 out of that game um but but there is there is some clenching moments in there and uh and we did not win we did not win that round. We did not. Would you have won if you twenty? What's that? No, no, <laughs> no. Then that's fine. No, yeah, no. I, I don't think we would have was... drew if both of us twentyed. Like, how many points did you get that round? Thirteen. I, I, we, we had like sixty-five. I think we were like a solid ten short of a draw. Yeah. So thirteen. No, we still would have been short. Yeah. Okay, then you know, no, no pride, no harm, no foul, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no harm, no foul, mind. But like, there is just like a. a like a, a <laughs> oh, I made this harder than I needed to. I had to sit there for the rest of his turn as this was happening, while I'm thinking to myself, like, am I costing us WTC right now? And and out of out of that pressure, I genuinely think I played the the best turns two to five of my life. Mm -hmm. um, however, turn one wasn't my best math moment right there. I think you know, we've all we've all been there, 14. right? What's that? We've all been there on the just like not really measuring it as well as you could have or not really thinking through what the actual threat range is. Yeah, no, I just was like, oh, yeah, 24.1 inches away. No problem. Perfect spot. I would love I to see like the, I could be wherever I wanted to be. I would love to see like the translated to English thoughts running through that man's head as <laughs> this is happening. Like he's just like, just be cool. Just be cool. Just, yep, 24. Just say nothing. Just say nothing. <laughs> Yeah. you're right i can't currently shoot you yeah yeah i think that's definitely one of those where it's like if you ever had somebody just like measure your threat range but like go around a ruin and you're breachable and you're like they're like okay so i'm gonna be 24 and so you're like come on so i'm gonna go this way and be like a four inch charge yeah hi wham <laughs> yeah that one's that one's rough yeah i was just and like, it, it didn't help that like one one of them by the way died to like vol no miracle dice rolling a six on damage when I had six wounds left. This is nice. like, ah. like no, no CP no miracle dice. He's just like well so like if I roll a six do you are you dead and I'm like that's how it works and he's like okay. <laughs> With all the energy of somebody seizing on you in a good matchup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> nothing nothing but fun in that one. All right. If Dev Doctrine was wheeled back to only two turns max, and Codex Warfare was one point per Doctrine, how badly would Iron Hands and Dark Angels drop? Dark Angels barely. Dark Angels don't even move. Much yeah, like their actual army. I haven't seen the AP of a, of a Dark Angel weapon yet. Like, I don't know. Just broke my hand on their face for five turns. Yep. 
It's and... not that bad for Iron Hands. You still have the one CP stratagem. You probably just lean away from like the Reapers and things like that a little more. But honestly, just a second turn of it is enough. The the fact you can get your strat reserves in with a turn of Dev Doctrine is usually enough to close most games. Um, it will hurt the, the tougher games, but that's probably good. Um, Something has to, the yeah. one point less on Codex Warfare is fine. You would just take a different secondary. It does just make that secondary unplayable again. Um, I think that's fine. There, there's not really a great middle ground for that one, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, they could cap it, uh, right? Yeah. You could yeah, cap it, yeah. but at that point, it's just like it's just unplayable because you're never getting kills in other doctrines. Well, you can get kills in assault doctrine with your vanguard veterans. Yeah. Realistically, the kills in combat should be two when you're in assault doctrine. That's I the fully point. agree. You have to change it. Flip the entire thing. Yeah. Assault it should doctrine. probably be one one two, um, and that would be fine with the current setup. I'd be fully like, okay. changing everything on doctrine. Hey, how fucked up is it if they just let white scars start in assault doctrine and stay in it? Is that like not allowed? Is that is that like hard <laughs> no, end? Is that a bad idea? White scars totally would like fine. be like a fifty-two percent win rate if we did that. Oh, okay. yeah, is that like actually fine? I feel like I'm getting trolled by two people yeah, that like you, white. You could win right a now. super major with white scars with that list, but I don't think the average player would do much better. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Like, I'm still only... not making combat on turn one, so like mm -hmm. it's only an extra turn. Early. Just ask him. What's yeah, the uh, balance? Do it and find out, Anthony. Yeah, do it and find out. I do own everything I need for that currently. Yeah. Like whatever no. the current bill is, I got it. Would it would be totally balanced if we did it, and if we did it, Jaime would need to find a new army. I it's yeah, hilarious that you think that we'll get Jaime off Space Wolves if they're not just like gutter tier garbage. <laughs> so Space Wolves continue. Yeah. Yeah. Look, all I'm What's... saying is White Scars players right now are playing Gulliman, so it's real, real bad times out there for us right now. He's in my oh, list, too. I have nothing to say. It's He's so in my bad, list. isn't it? <laughs> Gulliman and Plume of the Plains Runner, bro, we can pretend we're a real army. Yep. With your speed aggressor moving seven. Yep. <laughs> Centurions, plus two to advance and charge. Hey, they're not core. They don't get Plume. Uh, they don't need it. It's an 8th it edition core? rule. They don't get changed to core infantry? I thought a bunch of that stuff rule, got changed. Man. That's so much. It, they're still not good in White Scars. Like, no, much, infantry. I wrote a list and then I realized I could just take two Thunderhammer Storm Shield Terminators instead of a Century. I'm like, oh, well, that seems better. Forehead. Yeah. Yeah, let me just... Ah. Yep. It's the way. Right. Your point about veteran GT players having a 57% win rate is, is good, but you should look at it in the context of all veteran win rates for all factions, not just by itself. Um, the question that we have, the second question from Logan in chat in Discord is, what's the balance solution for Deathwing Terminators? The rest of it is just vamping on that question. So, um, I feel like you could just make Thunderhammers cost five points. And then also Cyclomus Launchers cost not zero points. 20. I was... <laughs> I was thinking mini transhuman for inner circle instead of full. I don't mind the transhuman. I don't mind them being resilient. I mind them doing damage as well. And I, I mind their score. Their score line is still just like just a little bit too good. Um, I, I really think if you just like made the Thunderhammer Storm Shield model thirty eight instead of thirty three, and then they also had to pay for cyclones, I think it would honestly be fine, almost like that because then it would be there's just less terminators on the board and. I think part of Dark Angels being so broken is the fact that like the meta that we kind of came out of was a mortal wound meta and we went into like a no mortal wound meta. Yeah. Well you killed all the mortal wound armies, right? Fucking guard. Yeah. yeah, well, for whatever reason, guard weren't present. Like they, they were on sick leave for the first two months of arcs. Don't really know what happened. But like I was part of that problem, so you know, fair enough. Yeah. 
Just unnerfed. No, all team. the good players just not playing after Elvio. It just sucked all the energy out of us. You should, uh, they should just unnerf Zoanthropes. That'll nerf Dark Angels. <laughs> I'm there for that. Yeah, both of you just. <laughs> give, me Reaper, give me back Reaper too. Yeah. While we're at it. Give me, no, Spore Mines, Innis. No. I just need a yeah, Spore. Yeah, spore, spore Mines and Zoanthropes, and we can we can talk. We'll, we'll talk to you. We'll fix this problem for you. Promise. We'll fix that 45% win rate. No problem. <laughs> All right, Preston asks, what's your favorite coffee? Processing method, origin, brew methods, all acceptable. Ooh, let's upset a whole bunch of different people at once. There's basically no difference. I don't drink coffee. I don't I drink, drink a mocha. Coffee. Mocha's nice. It's a hot chocolate with caffeine in it. It's great. I must be the only person on here who loves coffee. I drink, I make coffee every day, but I mostly make coffee. You're about 45 coffee. years older than us, Nathan, so your taste buds have matured long enough. <laughs> you mean he's burned them? <laughs> I've burned yeah, them out pretty much. with my coffee. I only drink coffee black as well. I don't know. It's just yeah. the way that I am. Yeah. I, I've got nothing on coffee, unfortunately. I'll, it's fine. I do not. I like a medium or a dark roast coffee. I could wax lyrical on vodka, but not coffee. Sorry. It's <laughs> fine. I actually am not enough of a coffee nerd to be able to talk about origin of coffees as something that's important for coffees. Mm -hmm. uh, the next question is about how my wife is doing because she has COVID. She is fine. Nice. Um, she's, starting to, she's starting to feel better as of today and my back is terrible because sleeping on a couch is not great in self-quarantine mm, yeah uh, Grant asks do you think crossing the Rubicon makes everything bigger not your player eight. shout out to Mephiston <laughs> oh, Azrael too <laughs> yeah it's true Azrael's player I don't, I don't know if you noticed but Helbrecht and Grimaldi sure did disappear from lists once uh once they once they got yeah. remaricized. Nothing to do with the index going away. Small side note, yeah, Helbrecht fucks. Yeah, well, yeah like I know he does. But he's sees way less play because black tempers just aren't as good as the index. Helbrecht didn't go up in points and just got like a million buffs. Yeah. I played against Helbrecht at RGT and I was like, oh, he is just flat three damage with like a million attacks. And then they yeah. stuck the mortal wound lit on him and started sweeping into my permanent here. So I was like, please stop this. Yeah. I got oh, Gulliman into I got Gulliman into combat with Helbrecht once and I was like looking at the stats. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, you just lose. You're like No, no, no. Gulliman just passes all the stuff from vulnerable saves because he's an eighth edition model. It's fine. <laughs> my Gulliman in this my uh, okay. <laughs> my Gulliman in the last game I played with him went through two squads of Berserks taking three damage. Look, I've been powering up my stand-up for uh four years now. I'm gonna get him eventually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One day. <laughs> I, I I do appreciate the fact that you can't command real now, so I just never let him die. I'm like, nope, not risking it, not risking it. Yeah. Uh, Derek in Discord asks, given the choice between putting them all in one book with heavily cut down rules or splitting them off into entirely standalone codexes, which would you like to see done for the big Space Marine chapters like Space Wolves, Dark Angels? Just separating those Black Templars. Big Space Wolves are a lie. You, space Wolves should have the same set of rules as Imperial Fists. I give a shit. All right. Brutal. Yeah. One gets ignore cover. One of them gets, like, fur. I don't care. <laughs> I you honestly fur think... on the models that we won't jail you is the Space Marine self-action. Yeah. Honestly, I think if you just gave them the CSM Legion treatment, where they were just all in the book and all had like a splash page of relics and stratagems, that would be fine. Oh, they did such a good job with that book. This, the army so this fucking bad. supplement nonsense where you have 50 books around, like in a spoken wheel format around one book, I think has been a mistake. 
you'll pry March of the Ancients out of my cold, dead fucking hands. <laughs> it could still be a stratagem in the book. You just get one it page won't of be. I want to keep that Ethan as a well at the 10th. That's the goal. I just want that book to just be like there, like a limpet stuck on the edge of the edition. Maybe <laughs> forever. Maybe in 10th edition, they'll accidentally combine legends with match play and I'll get my Chaplain Dreadnoughts out of cold storage. Oh, <laughs> uh, Anthony wasn't there for Chaplain Dreadnoughts. I I couple... all, I, all I want is the regular Chaplain on bike. I have a couple unassembled ones in like a drawer of models because they got put into legends before I could assemble and paint. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, you you weren't the only one, but uh, I got I got three of those bad boys. I didn't throw them out when the time came. I stayed on. I held on to them. Did you not just do the uh, what everybody else and Robert didn't just sell them immediately after Elvio because they knew it was getting nerfed? No, I, I kept them. I'm I'm nostalgic. I still have my Leviathan. Mm. Haven't put his ass on the table since. Preston asks a horrible question that I'm not voicing because I don't want to do that. <laughs> not gonna, go and read the we're not going to ask. We're not going to answer either of Preston's questions because they're both terrible. Okay, but Grant asks. Uh, do you think crossing? Or no, we, we skip that. When one. you finish uh, the episode, I'm going to send you an invite to the Discord, John. Yeah. What core rule changes does John want in tenth? Uh, my first core rule change is to remove core. Like core it. was a failed experiment. It's true. Like, it's just some shit should buff vehicles. Some just right excludes centurions on like half of the space marine rules, and you you would have done most of what core was intended no, for. Or just like cost centurions appropriately, and then we don't have a problem with them receiving buffs. Insane that they decided like three or four years ago. Yeah, like into yeah, over three years ago, they decided. Yeah, Centurions were too much. We're going to change the buffs on them instead of changing the Centurion. And they just kept that approach through three years and like 10 FAQs. Whatever lets me buff Talos again is the answer to this question. What the fuck? <laughs> I um, would like some buffs for the pure strains, please. Yeah. <laughs> I want to, yeah, honestly, thing that I miss, like if I'm just listing like shit that I miss, I miss when everyone got plus one attack on the charge. I miss when charging was better than being charged. Yeah. Because, like, every time I play, I play, go from playing a space marine to a non-space marine, or and I'm like, oh, I'm the same in combat. It doesn't matter. Okay. Like, I, I just miss, I miss when charge bonuses are relevant. Yeah. Real. Real. Yeah. I, I mostly just think fight last shouldn't turn off charging. Just charging should be separate from fight first. Like, you shouldn't just, just like, um, fight last. Just it was like that early, charging units. Kind of like it was in early ninth. Yeah, exactly. Like, you charge a charge thing, fight last does fuck all. You've charged, you fight before, not you fight before fight first, you fight before chargers. I get I get mixed reaction in this. In this do you want to bring initiative back? No, I, I think I agree. if you were going to do it, I would do it as, like, one, two, three, four, where there's, like, four stages, which are just, like, charged, fight first is, like, four, three, normal is two, fight last is one. And just four yeah, stages of the they would do the same thing as the current system. Yeah, except they've got one, two, three just now, right? I think one, two, um, three is fine, but one, two, three is fine. But I, I, I don't like the whole like you charge Drazar, he makes you fight last. You like I don't like it. I don't like it for any source of it. Um, I don't think it's that big. It's the biggest get good face on right now. <laughs> I mean, like more than happy to abuse it, like fucking playing armor of Roth and stuff like that. I just think if you charge something, you should fight before it does. Like I don't think it should be a thing. What I'm really hearing is that charging needs to be like have a benefit, like based on also get rid of death for fucking breakout. It's such a stupid strategy. But I think, uh, I think charging should just be your movement characteristic plus a d6. Means 
I don't know and, how and that makes you want to see sirens back. Maybe reduce movement. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm game. I'm everyone though. Like everyone gets seventeen plus. We can always <laughs> pretend we're playing Harlequins. <laughs> All right. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna skip Nick K's second question and move into Derek's like millionth question. Apparently, Derek's got it. Does oh. it make John sad knowing that his white scars can never have a you read the sesh with the boys that? after a hard day of riding bikes and doing murder? Did you read? I don't, think, I don't think John's the right person to answer this question in any way, shape, or form. No, keep moving. All right, let's keep going. Wow. Which factions do you think are stronger than their stats suggest? And which factions do you think are weaker than their stats suggest? Uh, first one is Gene Storkel, weaker. You think they're weaker than their stats suggest? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I don't think I don't think they've earned their win rate. I think they've gotten it off of people not knowing what their rules do. <laughs> and sometimes not finding out what their rules do until after the game. <laughs> that definitely is a thing that happens. Yeah, there's also uh, probably a degree of the Gene Circle players not knowing what the rules do. I'm that's not, also that's a the thing. implication, right? Gene Circle are still good. I'm not just trying to come in here and say that Gene Circle are a shit tier army. I just don't think that they're as good as no, they, they should not be a 60 plus percent. Yeah, they're they, I, I don't understand that at all. I don't, there's just there's not the degree of the bad players playing them as well. It's probably people who are playing the cult builds right now are people who are dedicated cult players who have put effort in or people who are getting to that level or aren't playing events like they're not playing the GTs sure. that we track for this. Yeah, you people just are experimenting with this are playing RTTs and they're doing terribly or they're getting better. But people who are playing in a GT status have like at least to some degree put in the graft with this and will be doing better just because of that because of the little population. You can't casually acquire a Genestler Cult Army, and by the time you have a Genestler Cult Army ready to take to a tournament, you have played it casually to the point where if you are the player who gets dumpstered while playing Genestler Cult, you probably switch to something else. Rezo. Um, as far as armies that I think are better than their win rates, um, guard. I, guard, I, I, I would agree with you for several of the past weeks, but I think they're starting to fall into about where they should be. Um, nah, I think 54, 54 is too low. I think they should be like 60-odd percent win rate. I think Garter fought. Well, I think they're between 55 and 60 would be like the real number, as if that means anything. Um, I, I think it's Harlequins. Harlequins they would have, are, have players to win games. They're still... The Harlequins are still fucked, man. Like, the stupid... The, it's it's the fact, and I'll, I'll go on my rant here. It's the fact that when an army is good, GW looks at its rules and it tones them down. And when an elf army is good, they tone down one thing and then be like, oh, we don't want the elf players to feel too bad. Let's go ahead and give our rules writer who plays Eldar a bone. Every time an elf army gets nerfed, they simultaneously give them a reach around of like, here's a, here's something nice for you. Don't worry. Get a little buff. Let me let me put down a little velvet pillow for you while we... Can I just say how much it frustrates me that Hale is fucking back in the matter right now? <laughs> how is Hale back? Like, come on, guys. We thought we killed you. How were... I get it. Like, they killed Superhawks. Superhawks are gone. But <laughs> why is why is Baharoth still a thing? I don't yeah. understand how that model's okay. Why did they give the pivotal rolls and the free and the unlimited fire and fades? Just leave why? Harvester of Torment alone. That shit's super fun. No. No, it's not. I hate having... Do you know how, how, much, how annoying it is to have to explain to a hardcore player why they have to slow roll it? Oh my god, every single time. They all, they all don't do it, right? No, none of them do. Well, you don't have to in FLG. You do with Harvester. No, 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 FLG. no way. You cannot fast roll Harvester. Not in FLG. Not FLG. Um, 
fuck that. My, my favorite, my favorite harvester moment was at Adepticon last year. Uh, Kelling got his James Kelling from Goonhammer, uh, wonderful guy. He got his death jester to engineer twelve hits on my death jester, and with a little bit of luck dice, mine survived and put twelve hits back on him. He did not survive. Nice. Yeah, it's like minus one to wound. He did like eight wounds, and then I like luck rerolled all four of the ones that I failed. And like got it. Because obviously this was the five luck dice days. Obviously, I had five luck dice at the time, and then I had to reroll ones. Or it's like I had one wound left, and I shoot back at him. I get 12 hits because that's how the harvester worked. And he had used luck, and like he didn't have luck dice at that moment in time. And he just got evaporated. And then I just kept shooting for the rest of the game and won. Thumbs up. Will asks, and I'm sure this isn't like trying to get any insight from Team Australia here. Uh, how's everyone's WCC prep going? Well, brother, I don't even know, man. It's going pretty good. I'll answer <laughs> it for you. It's it's going it's going pretty well. Um, it's more just like the the looming acts of like, will tenth edition drop soon? Which like, it's so stressful, bro. <laughs> yeah, I re I remember what like because like ninth edition was a little bit weird because of COVID. But like I remember eighth edition, which is the last time we got like an in the wild edition drop. Those first couple months of eighth edition were different. They were it's taking the best, the theoretically best period of the previous edition and dropping it into immediately the shit showest worst section of the first of the next one. Because the the start of edition is never in any way, shape, or fucking form balanced. We don't even know what balancing looks like, like for that game. The, the very end of an edition gets pretty fucky, like seventh and eighth. We're just both completely off the rails by the end of it. Yeah, but that's I think because they gave up. Like they weren't balancing them to the century they are now. Like I'm we're so theoretically getting a data out. slate three months before the edition. I'm so excited to find out what kind of a balanced data slate we're getting after Adepticon. Dude, I hope it's like uh, I hope it's like a just everything into the air. I hope it's just everything's back. Like just revert everything to launch state. <laughs> The data slaves. Just get rid of it. They're like, right, boys. Here's like the contability. Here's Crusher back. Here's Cortalis no. with AOR. No, no, no. Oh, no. Here's AOC. Here's AOC back for Marines. But also, you've got all of the points, and everything's just peak no, power stop. level. And we just Somebody, see what happens. Stop. That's stop honestly. It. That's that's Games Workshop's best strategy to get me to buy Lizardman. Like, <laughs> dude, I want Levy Supplement Crusher with this codex for no, one tournament. No, one tournament, bro. No, one enough. How do I mute him? Enough. Shush. Get muted. All right. No. We're going to go to the next question. John, what's the best and worst part of being a top tier 40k player in America? Um, the best and worst part? Yeah. Um, Jeez, I don't know. What a complex um, question to answer. Yeah, it's getting real out here. Uh, the <laughs> worst part, honestly, is that I I miss doing like small local events because like I, I I moved at like at four Art of War, and I moved to a city that doesn't really have much of a local scene that I participate in, <laughs> and like I honestly kind of miss when I was like pretty good at the game but not current level. And I could just like go hang out with like the same group of friends in Central Florida at an RTT at a store, yep. and I just play three people who I've I've played all three of them ten times before. I'd take a little fuck around army. I miss that because I don't I don't really have time. I'm gonna to lie, it, it's nice having access to that still in Scotland because like everything's pretty close together. Yeah, I haven't. I think I've been to one RTT in the last four years. Yeah, I, I do like a, one or two a month still because it's just easy. Yeah. Um, What's the best part? 
Uh, best part is all the Warhammer models that I have unbuilt now. Sounds like a best and worst. So much part better than prize money in the UK, by the way. Uh, uh, it's 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 not prizes. I just no, yeah, I know. It's pretty great. The, yeah. the the one event that I like podiumed in the US, I won more. I got more prize money at Mythicals for coming third than I have for any event I've ever had in the UK combined, which is wild. Oh, I should look good. Super Rogue State at the end of this, but you probably should. I'll do that later. Next question. How do you feel about the alleged Aaron Rodgers transfer to the New York Jets and along with it a, a round of former Packers? Is history doomed to repeat itself? This is from uh, Sam. His, history is a thousand percent going to repeat itself. I, I am very at peace with it. I've enjoyed a lot of years of Green Bay being uh, like definitely one of the best, but never actually the best. I actually modeled my own 40K career after that. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go on podcasts and say that I'm the Aaron Rodgers of 40K. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> until you start, like, like shilling, like, concussion water or something like that, I'm sure you haven't quite hit that point. Well, we can sell you water that protects you from Grey Knights round one, I promise. <laughs> Some as long as I'm not, like, stealing money from, like, you know, the underprivileged uh, members of uh, Mississippi, I'm still doing well. That's... Oh man, that Brett Favre thing is just a fucking disaster. That right, is yeah. horrible. Yeah, I, I had to his build a volleyball center in my closet. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Are you planning uh, on doing a European event besides WT? That's not Brett. You actually continental Europe at any point? Um, at any point, almost certainly. Uh, have I planned it at the moment? No. Um, my next European adventure, it's only been to Europe for WDC once. <laughs> uh, is I'm planning to be at Warhammer Fest um, at the end of April. And I'm as far as European trips go, I'm just gonna kind of like do that one at a time. WDC was a little bit different because it was like a long vacation, and also I brought my girlfriend with me, which was wonderful. But that's not gonna be every tournament, so I'm just gonna kind of do one European trip for 40k only, see how that goes, and then start looking at if I ever get to continental Europe for an event. Which I'd love. We should drag. We should drag John to um, winter teams in Zagreb sometime. One as well. I'd be down. It's the same I weekend like, as Elvio. Oh, it's the same weekend as Elvio. That's perfect. Great. Lord knows we don't need to go to Elvio ever again. Fuck that. <laughs> Chris has pinged me to make sure that I ask this question. Does pineapple belong on pizza? John? I thought we were skipping that one because Chris doesn't deserve to be asked answered questions of. Yeah, like what kind of a garbage human would ask that? <laughs> um, we're going to go to Logan's question then because we got a good answer to that one. Do you watch the popular HBO series The Last of Us, John? <laughs> <laughs> I have watched several episodes of it, but I'm not caught up. So, if we're about to discuss it, I, uh, I think I've I, I think he's specifically out. referencing a meme. I did it originate in our Discord. Yeah, probably. Okay, um, Logan. When you join you the like, Discord, we'll Logan find you thinks already. you look like someone in the show. That's why he's asking. Mm -hmm. Damn, I think there are memes of it. <laughs> no. We're gonna. You, when you join the Discord later today, you can find them. We'll find them. I'm. Later. I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can. Well, I haven't um, been. Oh, I got that how card. do you think GW will buff T Sons and Death Watch? How do I think they will? Badly. <laughs> They're getting armor contempt back. Nobody else. I, I think. I think Thousand Sons are gonna like get armor of contempt back, and then Smite's not gonna go up, and the game's gonna explode. Like <laughs> they're gonna just fuck this already. No, let me let me tell you how this is gonna go. Thousand Suns are going to get like turbo busted, and everyone will know it, but cast players won't be able to win with it. Death Watch will get one completely irrelevant change, and GW will wonder why 
like not fixing doctrines didn't fix death watch mm. like you would think that you could just say oh the one space marine chapter that doesn't get doctrines in any meaningful way your super doctrine is your doctrines are worse um <laughs> you would think gw would look at that and would be like oh maybe that's why they're the lowest win rate because they don't have the rules everyone else does and they're forced to have shit rules and stuff nah, bro they're gonna get plus one vp on shock tactics just for them yeah, like they're gonna like change. Oh, what? No, it's um. What's their fucking secondary? It's like don't have enemy units in your deployment. They don't even have already. that one anymore. I'm pretty sure. Do they? Keep, I oh, think no, I'm sure they have to kill aliens. One, yeah, right. You're gonna get six points for every slot they wipe out to a cap of fifteen. <laughs> Just auto fifteen. <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna eight. pick Lords of War. <laughs> Lords of War dedicated transports, bro. But I'm playing Tyranids. Yeah, they're gonna be able oh, to shit. pick ones that you oh. don't have. Yeah, so plus one point on that secondary, nothing else. Um, and no, they can't do that, Anthony. That'd be too good. Um, and then Thousand Sons are going to get, like, um, God, they're going to get, like, they're going to get the weirdest shit. Like, they're going to get free warp flamers and, like, plus one AP on everything in the army. All this dust uh, is just going to just apply to all weapons. Yeah, all, all, all is, oh, Jesus Christ. All this just applies. It applies to mortal wounds. As all is dust. Against them. All all right. We have one We're more question take... from here, uh, which is John. You got to include one one thing gets included in the next balance day. Like, what is it? One thing. Yep. One thing. Okay. Um, I think honestly, you actually you can fix most of forty k's problem with the keyword change. You replace the Eldari keyword wherever it's found with Age of Sigmar. <laughs> I'm with him. <laughs> That's right. We have a few of the questions that are through from Super Chats that we're going to quickly burst through. Uh, thank you, John, for putting some money towards my new mic. Uh, I think I got that sorted. Nobody's complained yeah, you've been good, so. <laughs> yep. Um Shackleton Magrum recommends that they allow Crusading Competitive. I think this is the arc that Nathan needs to finally start playing events. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, Man. And I mean, I just... Adepticon wouldn't be lessened for the experience. It would be the best possible thing for Nathan's local Crusade League if this happened. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me does that. The Art of War have a, does the Art of War have a Crusade League, John? Uh, I have played two games of Crusade. Um, Nathan's played two this week. Oh, no. I actually haven't played any Crusade. Um, yeah. oh, do your Guardsmen oh, not, not hit on ones yet? They hit on twos. I blame Shackleton Mangrum, who I saw was in the chat. No, uh, Shackleton Mangrum was like, hey, play a game with 50 XP of uh, like things. And I just went like picked out Tyranid ones, like one of each. I'm like, this is cool. And then Jack shows up and he's like, yeah, I made all of my Caladius damage three anyways. I'm like, ah! <laughs> That's how you really Kelsey do it. asks, who has influenced you for a game the most? Uh, hmm. We should all feel this one. Because it's a fun one. Yeah. Sean. Um, the way I've played the game, honestly, Andrew Gagne. A Andrew Gagne was like, the top player that I needed to bounce off of twice to get from like just below the glass ceiling to just above it and then be able to climb again. Like, yeah. That's fair. I think as far as like a local player goes, Aiden Higgins is one. Uh, he's one of the X Team Scotland guys who I bounced off of a hundred, uh, like a yeah. dozen times in tournaments before I finally yeah. figured out how to start winning. Uh, but I would actually say Manny is the reason that I decided to just start winning stuff. Because I was like, look, man, if he can fucking do it, I'm going to fucking do it. Uh, and that I was worked pretty well. For me. I think Reese has influenced your games a lot, but fair enough. <laughs> and I, that was actually that one specific ref who was like, "No, those windows definitely exist." 
<laughs> the windows they didn't finish building. Yeah. yeah, the windows that were on the models that shouldn't have been on the models. Well, if you're um, going to be lazy, you might the, as well do it all the Standing way. not on the train was definitely still in the terrain. Um, yeah, that guy had a lot of influence on my current hatred of 40k. I'm, uh, and I'm Nick Curtin asks, what's one unit that 100% needs you to be You skip Nathan, you fuck. <laughs> Nathan's not been influenced by anybody. Come on then, Nathan. Oh, wow. I was going to say my stat check co-host, but yeah. not anymore, you fucker. Yeah, what a nice Anthony thing you now. almost said. <laughs> Just Anthony now. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, you've played Anthony. You've not played me, so it's true. I don't need to have played, played you for you to influence right. my game. Yeah. To be fair, can't believe that. I guess not. Just, just keep going. I'm sorry, Nathan. I love you. Done really. with you, Ines. <laughs> uh, what is the number one unit that needs to be busted in tenth? Aberrants. <laughs> I I was gonna say it's gonna Sorrow be one. <laughs> One of the random Tyranid data sheets Damage that doesn't get played any, at three, all. Um, I would love to see the Toxic Green just be like pants that's on. It is. There you go. But it doesn't that. matter because it can't move. <laughs> yeah, I would, that's why it would be great. <laughs> there are ways around this. You, we can just you stop counting banners and arms for tenth edition. You've got to put it sideways on its base so you can slide it through. Modeling for advantage is back. I actually got <laughs> approval from an event to model for advantage because I just like asked. I was like. I like I just I was very like straightforward with what I was doing. I'm like, hi, I'm looking at bringing a Toxicrine. All cards on the table. Can I model for advantage and put his arms not to the side? And he's like, one second comes back to me after looking at Games Workshop's website, and he's like, yeah, you can just do that. I'm like, <laughs> if you put it sideways on its base, it kind of fits through gaps. But I reckon you could make that thing just flat up, like on hit, do six mortal wounds, and it would still not be playable on most boards. Yeah. Um, I'll also I'll also vote for the, the vulture gunship. Do you have to bring it back? Right? It's in the legends. Yeah. No, the vulture is not legends. Did I was going to say it's, it's just dead. I was going to say hellhounds, just because I think that would be kind of funny. Yeah. I tell, tell you what I do like right now. You know how Valkyries can go uh, into hover mode, but it doesn't get rid of their airborne rule. What? And I think they should just give them that. Yeah, so Valkyries, when they go into hover mode, don't lose the airborne rule because there's nothing in their rule. They added the airborne rule to their data sheet in the FAQ, but didn't like change the hover mode rule to Wait. reference it in any way. <laughs> so Number they one... can hover, but it doesn't let them charge and it doesn't let anything charge them. <laughs> no more. The number one unit that needs to be busted in 10th and needs the biggest buffs is GW's editing team is what they need. That's, that's it. They need to hire a copy editor. That's the thing that could be buffed. Somehow it will still be Kazakin. Like they're gonna get rid of everything, and Kazakin will still be the best unit. Yo, buff Blood Crushers for real. Why is that unit still terrible? Why not? I would like uh, Hive Strain Gene Stealers to be the best unit in that codex again. Uh oh. I miss when Gene Stealers like had the same profile as Beer Strains. Mm. Or. Man, they sure do pregame move now or pre, uh, pregame deploy now instead of advanced. Can we charge. go to a, a realm where Tyranids play like Tyranids do in lore and it's just Gaunts? Just it's like gaunts four point everywhere. Gaunts back. Four point Gaunts is what I really want oh, for Christmas. Sure. Somewhere, <laughs> somehow, Eric is just erect and he doesn't know why. But he, <laughs> that's true. Dude, I play, I, I have so many Gaunts I would play if they were four points. Yeah. So many. I used to be all right. right. Let's do plugs. Do you want to do your plugs? Then we'll do our plugs and we'll close out. Done. So my plugs. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you check out The Art of War 40K on YouTube and our website, theartofwar40k.com. Uh, we have a ton of free content on YouTube that you can go check out. It's myself and a bunch of other uh, top-level players such as Richard Seeger, Nick Nanavati, 
um, Jack Harpster, etc. We're there to teach you how to become better at Warhammer. You can also, he's not on our videos, nope. but we still love him. We still love you, Anthony. Um, and you can also uh, find a lot more on, our, on the War Room, as well as access to the uh, Art of War Discord, which is a wonderful global community full of like-minded individuals who are there to learn about the game they love. And there's there's a lot less shit talking, but it's all productive 40k. So if you if you want that, just get in two discords, one for <laughs> shit talking, one for one for questions. Exactly. That's all you really need for it. Really all you need. Get the Stat Check Discord too. Just just memes and dreams. Just put it together. And I mean, like Art of War is mostly for the shit talking. The, that's yeah, the, that's the tagline right? of our Discord. It's memes <laughs> and dreams. Dreams. Yeah. We, should make John, we should make John do our plugs as well. Like we made that. We, like, we made Adam do ours. Can I before John does our plugs for us? Can I just plug Steve Joel's Champions of 40K one more time? Go watch Champions of 40 or listen to Champions of 40K by friend of the show, Steve Joel, at championsof40k.com. Um, I'm going to very quickly answer Climo's question because it was a super chat. Um, you bring the biggest guns you can and hope you go first. Thank you, Climo, for, for your question about how to prepare for adapting on things. Things that um, go into strategic reserve to reduce your footprint and then shoot them. That too. Yeah. And uh, like play sisters and bring like three battle sanctums and you might have terrain on your board. <laughs> there you go. Counterpoint and bring guard with three battle sanctums. I don't think that's legal now. It's not. Surely You not. could bring that okay. terrain piece that guard has, <laughs> I suppose. The, the Aegis defense line? Yeah, just bring three Aegis defense lines or something. Cool. Right. As for us, thank you for bearing with us for another episode. We're not answering more Super Chat questions. I'm closing this up. It's not even a question. Uh, it's not even <laughs> a question. Even better. Um, thank you so much to everybody for listening. This has been episode 35. If you've enjoyed the show, you can check us out at patreon.com slash thatcheck if you want to support us a bit more. Get access to this wonderful Discord with all these memes about John looking like a character from Last of Us or any number of other things, including being able to speak to us pretty frequently. Otherwise, check out the YouTube channel. We're live every Tuesday at 11 p.m. GMT. Slightly different this week because we had Daylight Savings Time. That is also 5 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central and whatever. 6 p.m. Eastern? It's 5 p.m. for me right now. It's the other way around. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, 5 p.m. Central, uh, sometime in Australia that nobody knows because that continent's only kind of real. Thank you so much, everyone, for being with us. We will catch you next week with another show. I don't think we have a guest next week, so this should be the first week that we're doing guestless for a little bit. We'll be talking about prep for probably Adepticon. I'm off to Manchester that weekend. Um, I don't know if anybody else is doing stuff from the hosts. Oh, we'll see what's happening. Me. You're what? You're all as dust. Of course you are. Oh, and then after that, we're going into uh, I've Got Home Nations. We've got um, Alpine Cup coming up for myself and Anthony. So we've got lots to talk about in the next couple of weeks. So we look forward to catching you and we will see you next week. Bye bye. For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info at media.goonhammer.com.